One of our most oh, successful yeah. guests so far. <laughs> 260,000 views, it was a year ago. <laughs> we said to everybody out there, if you get 100,000 views on the podcast, you are welcome to come back anytime. And we've got Ian Blink McDonald. <laughs> Never ever seen so many newspaper articles. He's got scrapbook after scrapbook after scrapbook. And he, last time he said he was going to speak to me for about two hours. It, it's the all-time longest podcast we've ever done. Three hours, 35 minutes. We didn't even get to his younger years. So there's all these stories that we've not heard yet that we are going to hear today. The man's crazy and that's good for me. <laughs> and he's no cold wild man for nothing. <laughs> but Ian Blake MacDonald is, is too deadly for Danny Dyer's deadliest men. And... Ian did touch on it last time, but I'd just like to start out, and and thanks so much for coming back, just like to start out with, why are you too deadly for Danny Dyer's deadliest men? Fuck no. What happened? What what, what happened is, uh, I was involved in a gangland war in Glasgow in 2008. I'd done something to somebody, I'll I'll not get into it too much, and everybody kept saying in Glasgow, the comeback's coming, the comeback's coming. And I says, fuck the comeback. I says getting a fuck, you know what I mean? And I do these uh, thing with the police letters and all that, uh, your life's in danger and that, but I was, fuck that. I'd, I'd been to the Old Bailey show and I got 16 years and with that, Sir Lawrence Verne gave me that sentence and uh, I managed to get through it by because it was the longest sentence. I'd been in 10 and a half years, near rehabilitation, straight, straight out the door and I says, nothing will frighten me again. So that this crowd for Glasgow, it was supposed to be a, a top fucking mob, but fucking make all sorts of threats. And I went, well, come on. So uh, the comeback eventually arrived in 2009. I was staying in a penthouse flat up in a very nice place called Huggingfield Lock. And uh, this this woman and uh, her man were just back for Las Vegas. And she was she jet lagged and she was sitting in the living room. Uh, that, that this was May 2009, and she saw this this car driving in, but there was a, a van blocking my car. I, I, I had the car with blink on it. I bought this registration plate uh, about two years before it. Incognito. Yeah, yeah, and I put it in, incognito. <laughs> hot, you mean hot on July? <laughs> it was the hottest cunt in Glasgow. So I, I, thing I put this plate on, and after half an hour, uh, I got a phone call for somebody and he says, uh, I heard you run about your car, you've put a registration called Blink. I went, that's right. They went, did you make up? I went, don't be fucking silly, did I make it up? I says, I bought it. I says, I've got a bit of trouble, so I put it on. I says, and I had a Chelsea talk with Blink on it when I was down in Chelsea. <laughs> so I was just going about, so, so an innocent bystander wouldn't get shot or bombed as the case was going to be. So anyway, that, this, this woman neighbour, she she get she saw the three people or something driving up uh, at four in the morning. She had the light it, and uh, she phoned the police. By the way, and she says, "I think uh, somebody's trying to steal cars." So the police they actually came twice. I don't know how they missed us. So the the, the ladies uh, man Adam, that became uh, good neighbours with them. They were good people. And uh, Adam came to the doorbell and I was there opening my belt and everybody and he shouted, Ian, and I went down he says, there's something under your car. I went, by this time the, the police were right on me in Glasgow, right? 
and uh, stopping the car all the time. And they, they'd even been up. They bugged the fucking house one day when I was there as well. I know for a certainty they'd done that. But they were trying to catch me with a gun and that in the car, but that, that wasn't happening, you know what I mean? Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd learned too much over the years not to be that stupid. So anyway, uh, I went down the stairs with Adam and I'm saying, uh, it's probably been a, a tracking device or a yeah. bugging device under the car. It's only a small thing because it happened to my friend uh, just a few weeks before that. <laughs> I got a bit of a shock. I saw it was a fucking bomb under the car. So another night, and I said, and I went, what are you going to do? I says, I'm doing, I says, I'm not phoning the police. So another neighbour came and went, oh, I'm phoning the police. I've got children, children in the, the, the thing with, in this estate and all what that. What kind of damage could that bomb have caused? Well, it, the police the police re- released a, a statement that says it was a viable device and they says it would have took half the building down. So, so it did. And uh, they, they were treating it really serious. The, what happened, they evacuated about 20-odd houses. This was about 10 in the morning. No, what I done? <laughs> they evacuated all the houses, not they're shouting, Ian, come out the house. I says, I'm having my conflicts. <laughs> my sister's phoning, going... Get out that fucking just a bomb. I mean, I'm having a shower next. I'm surprised you didn't <laughs> go get your reg. <laughs> exactly, you know what I mean? Fucking as long as you never got that. See, no, but I, I did make I did make a quote while minor says, not, not the car. <laughs> Something in the newspaper, you know what I mean? They're saying fucking uh, he's more uh, interested in his, his fucking car than anybody else getting injured. <laughs> so, uh, so 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 what so what happened is uh, I, I wouldn't give the police a key. They went, give the keys. And I said, you can fuck it, all keys. And I mean, my mother stayed in the corner. And uh, and they <coughs> says, it'll make it easier. The bomb squad are on their way and all that. And everybody, I says, no, you evacuated me last. I says, fucking, so, no, it's fuck yous. And they kept fingering up. So I eventually went down. I went, oh, here's the keys. And I walked through to my eyes. And uh, the bomb squad and all that come up. They used a robot and all that. So they did. And... Uh, so that, that, this was May 2009, this was a Friday. And, uh, at, at what point did Danny Dyer's TV production team decide to stop filming you? Well, well they, they, they'd already started a couple of days before it. Yeah. And uh, what what happened is uh, when that bomb went under the car, they, they just went like that, whoosh, straight back <laughs> down to fucking England. They were faster than Alan Wales, you know what I mean? And I says, <laughs> no, but I, I says to the, the, the redirector guy, I says, listen, mate, I says, there's a gangland war starting here. And he went, what do you mean a gang? I says, this is a gangland. I says, mate, make a name for yourself. I went, fuck that. He says, I'm looking caught up in this. And uh, they, they told me, the producer guy told me, he says, listen, th- this was, this is a story about your past life. And I, I'm 48 years at the time, Sean. And I'm saying, well, this is going to be good because I'm going to get ahead here. So, so they, so they missed out anyway. They missed out me getting the fucking, you know, I've got a Mars bar. You know what I mean? And, uh, That'd have been a good story for him, though, wouldn't it, if he stayed around? Oh, you, you can only be so deadly. Peter, you can't be thoroughly deadly. No, but Peter, they could have got this all live. Yeah. yeah. Fucking shootings <clears throat> and fuck knows what. And the guy would have made his name as a director. Yeah. About the balls, but they never had the balls. Yeah. And I did say it in front of <clears throat> I says it loads of times. Danny Dyer is a shite mag. <laughs> know what I mean? And now he he's stuck off. in EastEnders. Ah, he's stuck in EastEnders, know what I mean? Fuck, what's he doing in there? With an alcoholic wife. fucking leaving him. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck's so it. that was just the beginning. I know we all ate a drink. That yeah. was just the beginning 
that was a, of a strange of, week. That was the beginning in Friday, uh, Sean. To tell you the truth, wild man, it was a, uh, it was one of the, well, it was one of the, the worst weeks in my life. Apart from going to the Old Bailey yeah. and that Judge Sir Lawrence Verney, giving me sixteen years, added on to two and a half years. What did that feel like? Again. Gutted. I thought I was only going to get about nine or ten. <laughs> but even that was a big sentence. Yeah. But when he says 16, I went, fucking hell. Me and Mike Keely McCoy, because we were walking in Belmarsh, uh, we were in the high security unit, and we were going, when's this fucking black tunnel going to end? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, But anyway, get, getting back to the, the the story, that that was the Friday the bomb evacuated <clears throat> and all that, and they took the car away and that. And, uh, so there was a newspaper article and the Sunday, I might have made the quote or no, you know what I mean? And it says, they're only wee boys playing with big toys. Well, well I, I, I think we suffered for that, for that comment. Because uh, on the Tuesday, as I said, my mother was away on holiday and that, and they still had the car and I had a, a dog at the time, you know what I mean? A wee Labrador. I, said, I went a walk. But I, I, I watched this car, this car passed by me twice with three guys in it. But I didn't really think nothing of it. And... Uh, I go to Arthur Thompson, since so I've mentioned before, the godfather of Glasgow. Well, he stayed in Proven Mill Road and I just walked by there. My mum's in the corner and another boy, Paul Ferris, and just stayed across <coughs> the road. So I just get by Thompson, so and they must have drove by me and, and plotted up to get me. And uh, I just turned around to get into this. There's a church at my mother's corner. And uh, the next one, I felt a fucking bang in the back of my head and I went flying. And I got up, and it was a, it was a summer's day, man. I mean, it's just a t-shirt and that on. And I used to carry Sean, know what I mean? But I never carried that day because mm. I thought the police were still watching for the bomb. Mm. So uh, what happened was the 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 three guys they, they were hesitant, know what I mean? But there were like three sharks circling around me. They think you've got some. Ah, uh, they think I've got something. Then I've no produced, yeah. and I'm like, ah, come on, and you're. So the three of them get a bit gamer, and before you know it, I had a fight with them. But I, do you know what I ended up? I ended up in a, a church, a church gate, and one of them had the legs of us, and we were one trying to cut my fucking throat. But as you can see, they done that. Well, man, that that's fuck all. Yeah. I've got a bigger scratch in my ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> but. Uh, no, it was bad, <coughs> but my face was hanging right out. I was going to say, that'd be hanging out, I don't like that. No, there was, there was, there was children playing in the, my mother's street, and there was a nurse there, Carol, and uh, she ran down with bandages and all yeah. that, and I went along to my mother's house, she was in, and I ended up going up to the hospital. So they kept me in for two days, and uh, they done, it, it was bad, you know what I mean? I'm saying a scratch in the earth, but it was bad, I'd just say that anyway. No, I mean, because if you give it out, get it back. Yeah. That's my motto. I've been doing it all my life, Sean. Peter, know what I mean? Yeah. I've been involved in violence for a young age. Know what I mean? So, goes but, around, I, I, but, but, but see, to tell you the truth and to tell the viewers the truth, the yeah. truth I never expected to ever be slashed. But I'm a bit of a hypocrite with saying that because I've gave it out plenty of times. So it was easy, Ozzy. Not, not a problem. I'm in hospital in uh, Canny's Burn. And I must say that the doctors and that were good in there. And uh, they've done some job. They fucking stitched right up because it was hanging off. So I was in hospital for the Tuesday to the Thursday. I got out and uh, oh, I went and collected my car. That was all full of forensic dust and all that. And 
fuck knows right and this bomb thing had been moved at it and been made safe and uh, so I started running about and I was saying to people oh, I'm going to fucking war here I'm, 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 I'm not letting this go uh, I had a rough idea so on the Friday me and my pal were up my flat and hugging through lock my pal says oh, there's six coppers uh, coming in your CID you know in the suits and uh, uh, I just, he says, don't let, I says, no, I'll let them in, it was Friday tea time, and I went, I was that, and they were like that, oh, you know, can we talk to you, I went, come on, what is it, and uh, they went, no, it's about you, we're up to arrest you, and I went, wait a fucking minute, am I not the fucking victim here, there's a bomb under the motor, I've been fucking slashed, right, what up to arrest me for, they says, we'll tell you, we're going to the police station, but I thought they, they thought, they, they'd heard me, conspiring to fucking murder people or whatever but it wasn't that like that see we're down to the police station they put me that they put me on a, a taped interview and they went uh, you were at this nightclub boho and uh, you were shooting <coughs> at the bouncers and calling them names and I went is that it and they says what are you going to say in the, the and I says I'm saying fuck all I says it's one load of shite yeah. it was just to get me off the street so it was, so they kept me in for the Friday to the Sunday, uh, to the Monday, but something happened in Saturday, late on Saturday night. The Blinkmobile, as I called it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, that was sitting outside uh, my flat, and uh, they've decided, so they can't bomb it, so they've petrol bombed it. So four CID come up to my cell on a Sunday morning, I'm just lying there. You know you're lying in a cell, fuck out today, you oh. know what I mean? And... Uh, Four of them, they weren't up to take me to church, Sean. You know what I mean? Being a Sunday morning. And they says to me, uh, listen, uh, your car get petrol bomb last night? I went, my car get petrol bomb? I says, and where were you? So that was, so that, then I went to court on the Monday, right? And uh, my lawyer says to me, by the way, you can through a private hearing and a private hearing in Scotland is a top charge. That you're in private and it's uh, it's supposed to be serious. But my lawyer's lying. I mean, this is a breach of the peace. You shouldn't have been a private hearing. But it's because of all this, this stuff was happening. But when we went into court, uh, I breached the peace. The PF stood up, this woman. It's a non prisonable offence, isn't it? Ah, it's fuck all. But they had me up on it. It's called an indictment. Yeah. Where you could get two years or three years or five years, which was ridiculous. And it was because, see, see the, the prosecutor fiscal, the, the woman, uh, it was a young bird, and she started going, <clears throat> oh, yes, yeah, she's got bad previous convictions. That's not a problem. I get bad previous. This man's in a gangland war. There's been a bomb under his car. He's been slipped. And my lawyer went, wait a minute. This is a breach of the peace here. And you're bringing all that out because that's subjuces. And, but see, the, the sheriff, to be fair to him, he went, I'll have a word with you later. And my lawyer stood up and went, yes, he's got bad previous convictions. It's a breach of the peace. It shouldn't be in uh, a private uh, closed court hearing sorry and uh, he went bail so I went back up to my state and everybody was like oh, did you cop a gun or something I went no I was trying to breach the peace so it was like EastEnders fucking up there there was something that, there was something happening in my state every fucking week with the police or whatever and I think the neighbours actually fucking loved it <laughs> it was better than the soaps yeah exactly yeah. so that, 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 that week I must say it came in a party the, the old Bailey and uh, people try to kill me twice in two days, three days, but 
So Monday there was a, what, how did you say it? Uh, the, the Friday was a bomb, Tuesday there was a slashing, Friday I was lifted off the streets and uh, Saturday night the, the car got petrol bombed and Monday I, I went to this private hearing. So it was a bad week. Welcome to the world of Welcome Ian Blink MacDonald. And yeah. we are just getting started. <laughs> this, this was just, the, oh. this was just the, the introduction story. No, that's a later story. That's not even an early year story. That's not crazy you know fucking I mean? week, isn't it? I know. Most people don't go through that in a lifetime, don't they? I know. I'm barely into the water here, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I was at last night, Sean and, uh, Sean, and, Sean and Peter put me up in my lovely hotel last night and we meant to just go for a couple of drinks. I ended up fucking steaming. <laughs> I get barred for a pub. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I went doing that, is it Matthew Street? Oh, Matthew Street, yeah. And then there's a pub there and <clears throat> fucking get... And I was talking to and the guy went, oh, you, you need... I went, what? He went, and don't try and go to any of the other pubs. We were there, man. I went, oh, fucking great. Uh, welcome to Liverpool. But the Liverpool people are great because we were in a we were in a restaurant and uh, there was a woman there and a couple other people and they were trying to skip the queue. Got a beer. And, and this woman, hi, fuck up. Hi, thanks, Peter. <laughs> Me as well, I don't drive. <laughs> and uh, this, this lovely woman we like to me, she could have went next and she went, oh, you're next. I went, oh, that's very kind of you. I says, fuck, you wouldn't get that out in Glasgow, know what I mean? Yeah. So they're, they're, they're quite friendly people. Oh, they got a good laugh in Liverpool yeah, as well. Yeah, got Really good atmosphere. And I know, and I know can, I, can I tell you this as well before I forget, uh, lads? Do you know it's been 40 years since I, I've been in the night? I get the nick at 18. And uh, what, I was in Walton. Ah, uh, right. And Risley Grizzly. Have you heard the Risley Grizzly? Have you been in there? I haven't been there. I don't, I don't want to get into it too much because I've done it in uh, another podcast. Mm. Yeah. But uh, when I was 18, I was in a. Uh, at the time, I, I was stealing. No, I mean, I was coming down before I was graduating and getting up. No, I mean, I was going stealing fucking TVs and videos and all that. I was in Walton. I think it was Peter Max at the time. No, I mean, when he couldn't know us. I was in Have Walton. Have you been in Walton, Peter? Yeah, right? 91. Well, that's where I get the big sentence. Yeah. But uh, I was in in 79. Fucking hell. I, I was born in 61. So I was 18, Sean. It's 40 years ago. And it's... I don't know where the time goes. So I went to... I went to Risley Grizzly first. Do you know that? Risley, yeah. I think it's a women's prison and that now. But there was no Wendy's and it was fucking... Me. I was in there for three weeks. Then I got six months and I went to Walton. So I did... Yeah. And while I was in there, freaking two guys escaped. You know what I mean? I heard it on the local. I went, fucking hell. <laughs> but it was good. So I liked it. You know? What was your life back in those years then when you were younger? When I was younger, I don't, I don't like to bore you because I went into a uh, thing with other stories in that podcast saying, oh, I was born in spring, but this and that, and approved schools. I'll just shoot into. Well, shooting is the correct terminology because I'm going to talk about shooting. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you t just something straight off my head. I was about 26, 27, Sean, and there was a pub in the corner phase called uh, Shields's Bar. My brother Gary went out with Lorraine, her dad owned it. And uh, Gary, he, he, he was wild and all. He got, 18, he, he got eight years when he was 19 for slashing someday, you know what I mean? Slashing my throat and he 
get Bosto for stabbing somebody, but he's been out of trouble for 30 years now. Wow. And there's a brother, Alan, the Freeze have always been in trouble. Yeah. I've got a sister, God bless her, she's, she's quiet. She's, have your brothers she's watched your podcasts? One. Oh, aye, aye. What did they say about Oh, them? they love it, they, they love they? it. No, my brother, Alan, the story I'm going to tell just now, Alan's four years younger than me, and I said, I'm going to tell a couple of the stories, because they were a while now, I mean. And uh, this is back... He's back in the 80s. Oh, the 80s, I would, I would be in the 20s. Uh, so there's a story with me, Alan, my brother Gary, somebody I was seeing, a girl, my mother, the guy my mother was going out with, a couple of pals with a shotgun there, uh, in, the, in the pub. No, Sean, because uh, I'd done something again, right, mm. to somebody, right? Right, somebody been cheeky, right? And... Uh, and they were shouting, comebacks coming, comebacks coming. So I says to my young brother, he stayed my mother's, I says, Alan, see if somebody comes to the door, pull it back. Because Sean, know what the dirty bastards were saying? And it became true. They were saying they were going to send somebody to my mother's door. Mm. This is me having an argument with a guy in a nightclub in Glasgow. I'm 23, 24. And some people were saying, by the way, he's sending somebody up to your mother's door to shoot mm. you. That, that doesn't happen. You don't go to doors with guns and yeah. all that. That's just that's no that's no. Don't bring thing. someone's mother into it. So so what happened? We're in this pub. It was a Sunday, and uh, my young brother Alan, who I'm talking about, he'll love the mention here. And uh, cheers, Alan. <laughs> uh, cheers for my old man in thing with Sean, <laughs> telling him all about his. And uh, Sean, what happened was Alan got a drink spilt on him, and it was eight o'clock on a Sunday night or something. And he and he spun round to the house, round to my mother's house. But see, when he was going to the house, he he didn't realise there was a car circling round because the neighbour told me later. And uh, I think they might have thought it was me because uh, I I was I was just released. I'll tell you this in a minute. I was just released for prison for for shooting somebody. So I was a couple of months before that. So what happened with Alan? He changed his shirt and the door went. I, I, I'm not guilty. No, yeah. I, 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 I'm not guilty. No, I mean, I, I, I never done it. I get accused of it. I never done it. But I went to the high court and all that. But I'll get into that in a minute. But uh, Alan had a swelt shirt, and they've saw him get into the uh, the house, and the door. They've trapped the door, and Alan's pulled the door, and they fired a shotgun twice. That could have been my mother. That could have been my dog. Yeah. No, I mean. Uh, this this is this is thirty five years ago or something, and uh, so what happened is we we're in the pub and somebody runs into me because it's only two minutes from the corner, and uh, and they says to me, y- your young brother's outside. He's been shot, Alan. I went what? Fuck! So I've ran out. They hadn't been shot. Sonny was just shocked. he was shocked, really shocked. Wild man, know what I mean? And he's gone like that, and I'm pulling his jumper up, and he went. But I thought he was kidding on. He's gone. Two guys came to the door. He says, "I done what you done. Pulled the door to the side and fired the fucking gun in." And I went, "What?" He says, and, and it was just a bundle of nerves. I went, "You've no been shot." So we've we've run run Sean. We've all run into the house, and uh, you could see that the, the door, one of the bedroom doors, had been shot with a shotgun, and you could see pellets, and you could see. Uh, there was plaster and bits of woods over the thing. So you know what I done? <laughs> I got a hoover out. <laughs> I knew the police were going to be on their way. 
So I'm not, even the guys have done that, I'll find out who they are, but I'm not wanting to go to the neck. So I'm trying to hoover all the evidence up. <laughs> know what I mean? And they caught me, the police arrived, they went, make it out, I'm fucking hoovering all the, <laughs> the stuff up. It just came after fucking was, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With, with a shotgun. Aye. And uh, what happened? They took me to the police station. Right, see, see, a, see a couple of months before it, Sean? There was a, there was a shooting, right? Where it was alleged four men went into a uh, car sales uh, garage in Deniston, and a guy was targeted in the sales office, and he was shot. Mm. He wasn't killed, but uh, I heard through the grapevine they were looking for me, right? Mm. So I made myself scarce, and I went through to Edinburgh for a week, and uh, a boy had met years before. In Durham, when I was doing 18 months, uh, 18 months for stealing out of jailers, and I was 21 or something, 22, and I met this boy Peter. I'd done a couple of robberies with him, so I did. And uh, I mentioned that in the book, and I uh, stayed with him for a few weeks. But If you want Ian's book, in the description box below this video is a link to it worldwide. You can get it on Amazon. I so after about five weeks, Sean, I get captured, I came back to Glasgow. The CID saw me driving this car and uh, I got bunched. I tried to get on, it was Gary. And uh, the, the, the thing was, that was me, I was in Berlin. And uh, while I was in Berlin, we, we went to trial and uh, the guy changed his evidence and all that, so he did. So the judge says, Right, the thing was, he's been acquitted, me and other two, two blocks for this shooting and uh, while I was in Berlin these these no no when I got the not guilty the, the judge says you're free to go yeah. me and my pals and they've walked out the dock and I went to walk out and the prison officers went where are you going I says we well, heard the judge not guilty you walk out he says come on in you've just been done with free prison uh, something free prison officers and fucking Berlin a couple of weeks before it, and I was remanded. Now I was just chancing my arm, know what I mean? Because I'd been remanded, but Sean, there was a huge weight lifted off my head. I thought it was only 10, 10 or 12 years if, if things went wrong, know what I mean? So that that was nothing. So I went back to I went back to Berlin. I ended up, the charges got watered down, and I went to court. My, my lawyer came up to see me, and they went, Look, he says, I've dropped it for an indictment into somebody. Plead guilty, you get six months. I went to court and I got admonished. Do you know what I says in my, my mitigation for my lawyer? And that this was kind of a true. I says, a young prison officer's in Berlin. They were noising me up because they became... I had trouble in there a few times, Sean, in Berlin. And they were coming to the door saying things like, I oh, fucked your bird and all that last night. So... I, I commit myself one day and uh, I just says fuck it and I'd one of these plastic cups and I went to get up the stainless young officer went like that said, where are you going I just fucking smashed fuck him with the cup and punched him <laughs> ran up the stair and all the guys in the top landing the Berlin they were offering uh, they were offering furniture and chairs and so I ended up the end result I ended up with three assaults and a breach yeah so Easy Ozzy, you know what I mean? So, get away with that. And, uh, that was, 
Right, that 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 was in the early eighties. That 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 was the Ranger Club with Allen. He he was in the shot. But uh, I've got another good another good story <laughs> involving a gun as well. We'll get into the gun theme. Yeah. <laughs> I know your viewers like crime, Sean. And uh thing with crime sales, then it for so we like the hardest core crime stories on this channel. Yeah, that, that's the best ones, isn't it? Yeah, it's the best ones, definitely. So uh, there's another one. I'm just just picking one just just now. I used to go and see this band in, in the early eighties as well. When I'm a young boy in my twenties, I used to go and see this band Scheme Peter, mm. uh, very well known in Glasgow. They would have made it right, but yeah, they were singing. Uh, CND songs and oh. anti-government and all that they yeah. were really good they were called Scheme and I don't know if I mentioned them in Sean's before th th this group but what happened was uh, I'm in watching them they played they played on a Saturday afternoon and they played in a place called Maxwell Plums in Clyde Street which all the viewers in Glasgow my age will know you know what I mean so they were playing this Tuesday Wednesday night and somebody shouted me uh it's nice, Peter. It's nice, isn't it? <laughs> Desperado, <laughs> it's called. Sean's teetotal. Yeah. I saw the this guy's, somebody came in and went, oh, your pal, I'll not mention his right name, know what I mean? Uh, I'll just call him Barry. And uh, he, he, I went outside. And next minute he's pulling out a fucking, it's in the, the book, it's that, Assassin in my shoes, it's called. And uh, he's weaving a fucking uh, a pistol. And he's shouting, I'm going to kill the Irishman. No, the Irishman, follow me, that's a way back. And I went, and I knew this guy's, right? And I went, he had a contract for this guy, and I went, and I says, no, you're not. I says, don't be fucking stupid. So he's, he's, he's weaving his pistol about outside this Maxwell Plums yeah. and schemer plane. Only these guys are walking by and they went, here mate, that's a pea shooter. Only in Glasgow would somebody say that. My, my, my pal just went like that, pea shooter. Bang, bang, fire in the door. But luckily, Scheme were playing and they've got loads of songs. I think the song that uh, was playing that night, uh, it's only, you're, you're, you're only a cowboy or only a cowboy. Well, and that drowned the, 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 mm. the shooting. But he certainly was a cowboy that night. A real cowboy. <laughs> a real cowboy. <laughs> a, real, a real gun. <laughs> so that that was that was uh, a, a mental instant. No, I mean, you've mentioned about all the different, the, the, like gangland wars. Yeah. Just so people can like grasp this a little bit. Like when people hear gangland, they think like Bloods, Crips, Bananos versus Gambinos. In Glasgow, how are the gangs structured and who's at war with each other? How's the gang structures shown? It's a lot to do with uh, your, your area you're broke up, you, you, you're brought up. So, like, see, my area, that'd be your gang. Poso, Milton, uh, Pollock. Most of the gangs are are based in in the schemes. But so is it like that used to be years ago, but nowadays. There's people know people from other places and they're, they're forming kind of a gangs and drug so syndicates. So are there like prominent families in the areas? Like this, we had um, oh, aye, Stephen aye. Sayers on here. His family yeah, was a prominent yeah. family. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know John Sayers. Yeah. John Sayers was in uh, Full Sitting and I played a couple of games of badminton with him. I didn't know him too well. Yeah. But I never met, is it Stephen and Michael? Stephen we had on. They, they, they were in the same time as me. Yeah. When I was doing my sentence in England. And uh, 
I never ever met Stephen or Michael, but I met John. John's a bit of a lad, so yes. Which you prefer, Scottish food or English food in jail? Did, did I? Yeah. Well, well, I'm waiting to tell you this, wild man. Never mind Scottish or English. I prefer Jamaican food. Yeah. Everybody was calling me eating the Jamaican. They make uh, black eyed peas yeah. and jerk chicken and all that. <laughs> and I loved that, but black eyed peas, I was going, black eyed peas, it's a fucking. It's a, it's a group. But uh, no, there was a guy across from me in Long Larton. His, his name's Naps, if he's watching us. Hello, Naps. I saw him in a programme last year. He's doing well for himself. He was doing 18 years. He gets shot six times. So what happens in the English jail, Sean, you can buy your own food. You can buy chicken, steaks, mince, every vegetable, every... Uh, every... What do you call it? Vegetable, the season stuff and all that. Know what I mean? Fucking Everything. That. No, it was brilliant. In Scotland, it's... It's back in the caveman ages. You just get slop on the Ah, you get a tin of tuna and a chicken. Yeah. Uh, just got a pot noodle and things like that. Yeah. But, but see, in England, the, 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 there was there was guys there They were better than MasterChef. There was a guy, uh, David Poole, who was in the Knightsbridge robbery. And the, the meals he was making, because you were getting all the ingredients and everything. But uh, you, you say English or Scottish, none. Uh, Jamaican. I, they used to call, used to call me... Uh, I used to say to the boys from uh, Jamaica and all that, uh, I says, I says, fucking, I think I'm turning into a Jamaican. No, <laughs> I, I, I love, have you ever heard the black eyed peas in, in church chicken? I think it's beautiful. <laughs> I, like, I had black eyed peas. So, uh, I had it once in Brixton. I was, yeah, I, I was there on. the rice and that. Yeah, I was there on an appeal. I'd, got, I'd gone from um, Ackington, Northumberland. And my sister thought, I'd, I've got a good chance of having an appeal. Right. And I ended up travelling down there, and they keep you there for the weekend. And I was in right. court on the Monday, and um, stayed there this weekend. And it's the first meal they give us was the Black Eyed Peas and that. And it was the first time I tried it, and it was fucking all right. Yeah, it was ah, nice. yeah I loved it. So yeah. I did sandwiches by the, 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 the boys, and I'd say to them, like, see if I buy you a chicken and all that, can you make a meal? They get, they're getting a meal at it as well. But, eh... Uh, Getting back into the shooting stuff. There's a few in the 80s. <laughs> uh, I was at a concert, and this was near the end, the end of the 80s. I think it was 1990. And uh, it was in Glasgow. It's a big place called Glasgow Green. And uh, Sheena Easton was there. Sheena Easton is a, an acclaimed international singer she moved to America yeah. she comes to Bell Hill she had a song you might remember 95 and she 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 had one of the James Bond theme songs so she did I don't know if it was it was in 95 but she had she one she was massive wasn't she yeah, yeah. massive yeah. but Sean she wasn't massive in Glasgow that night she adopted a semi-American accent and I think she thought she was too big for everybody. Mm. And uh, at the, the end of the concert, when she was on, she's singing 95, and they're all going like, ah, 95, back of the Atlantic fucking ocean. And they were all throwing uh, paper cups and mm. cans and all that. She didn't get in, out, didn't get in a treat. But that, that's no the, the, the reason I'm thinking, saying this story, this, this story, uh, I came out the concert. I was with my thing with Mrs. at the time and my pal and we had a bit of rivalry. It was rivalry all the time. And uh, the, these three people spotted me. And I just I, mean, I saw them, Sean. 
and I carried on. I put my hand in there, I carried on another gun, and it put them off a wee bit, right? Because I knew it was, it was dangerous. No, I knew they would have been gunned up. But I got into my car, and uh, where it was parked, I did reverse, and I saw them running towards us, and it looked like a fucking shotgun, but I think it was a spear gun, right? So anyway, I managed to fucking reverse it, and I drove up to London Road, people in Glasgow and that will know that. Uh, and I'm sitting at the traffic lights, and I went, fucking bastards, and all that, I fucking going to do them in, blah, 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 because I'm with my missus and that at the time, I know. And uh, they've only jumped into another car, Sean, and see when I'm sitting at the traffic lights. I'm sitting there, right? It's about 10 o'clock at night. And I saw this car in my mirror and it's going fast, fast. I says, this car's not going to stop. I didn't realise it was in. Uh. Sean, fucked me right into the back of my car. Right, and I nearly got shot this time. The the cars came spinning round and one of the guys jumped to it and he done that. Seen the car right at my face and the drivers and I just fucking managed to, to get away. And he... That that was a serious incident. So, but that guy paid for that. So he did. He got paid for that. He got shot. How many attempts have there been on your life? I'd say about seven or eight. Which ones Easy. haven't we talked about? But we've spoken about the two up at the the Huggenfield Lock. I've spoken about that one. Uh, there's been another. There's been another two or three. You know what I mean? You're okay to talk about those. Hi. What's the worst nightmare you've had? What's the worst day you've had? Eh? What's the worst day you've had? What's the worst... Wildest? Yeah. Wildest. The wildest? Yeah. No, that's a good question for Peter, aye? Where his name being Wild Man? Aye, your name being Wild Man. I should be be asking you that first, but I'll tell you my story first, since you asked. Uh, Wait a minute, this is not going to be too long. Uh, This is not going to be too difficult to think about this one, Peter. (laughs) The wildest night I've ever had, and I've had a few wild nights, right? Yeah. Uh, 2006, it's in the book, Pain in Spain. I was going to Benidorm, right? I'd just been back from Belfast for two days. I was mad with it, fully up, and the girlfriend wasn't too happy. You know what I mean? And uh, we left on the Friday to go to Benidorm. But I'd been arrested in Benidorm 20-odd years before that. So we got to the airport, and uh, I met this guy, Jim Brown, he owned Bar- Barsini, a pub in Glasgow. And I says to him, uh, this was a Friday, and I says to him, I says, Jim, this is the last time I was in Benidorm. I, I get the jail. He's prodding this fucking donkey throwing the plane from my man at, like a cane T-shirt. And uh, he's went, oh, you're not going to jail this time. So Friday night, we were staying in a hotel called Hotel Melia. It's a four-star hotel, right? And we were 16 up. Uh, the reason I'm saying that I'll, I'll explain later I'm fucking lucky I never get through here <laughs> so so the girlfriend Sean uh, at the time I'll not mention her name she was an arrow at the time but uh, Friday night went okay I, I was in a country mood because I'd just been on it for two days I was in Belfast right and uh, no, you get the come downs yeah. and she wasn't happy so we got to the airport and uh, we'd been arguing, but things went all right. So we arrived in Benidorm. Friday night was okay, right? Saturday nights, down at the pool, went swimmingly. You know what I mean? That was great. Right? But uh, 
little did she realise, Sean, right? This is the beginning of the story. Little did she realise that I'd smuggled seven gram of pure cocaine in my body mm. to, to Spain, right? Keep you going. I keep, keep no, but I wasn't going to take it because oh. I'd find me. I says if she's a bit cheeky, I'll take it. If she's not cheeky, but she wasn't a cheeky. And see, by the time it came Saturday night, we went out for a meal and that, then a karaoke. I was joking to take a line, <laughs> but the stuff was back in the hotel, mm. right? I'd, I'd planked it in the hotel, so we ended up arguing and all that. She says, "No, I'm finished, and you're finished." So we went back to the hotel when. Uh, She's went into the toilet or something. I've got this cane and I put a big line out. That's what I snort at. I've got this, it's fucking brilliant. And and she came and she went, What the fuck's that? And I grabbed the bag in case she tried to fucking kick it or something. And she went, Where did you get that for? I says, I brought it with me. She says, You brought that through the airport? I went, Oh, I was bring it with that. Right? So I had a couple of bottles of the, you know, the San Miguel there. So I went out of the, the landing. This was about 12 o'clock, and uh, I was singing my boat, St. Miguel, another patsy. That's what they call it in Glasgow, a patsy. Yeah. And uh, what happened was I looked at the stars, and the stars were saying to me, Ian, you're in very dawn on a Saturday night. Get on out there. Yeah. So you know what i done? <laughs> I came in, and she went, Oh, you junkie bastard, and all that, right? But she took it as well, you know what I mean? She was just <laughs> raging. So I went like that. I had my flip-flops, my shorts, my T-shirt on. And I went into the, the, the wee safe. So about 400 euros, right? right? Shoot my Charlie. So I walked into this uh, this taxi rank. So there was uh, an older guy at the front and there was a younger guy at the back. So I'm thinking, right, the older guy, I says to him, because I knew what I was going to do, I says to the older guy, listen, mate, I says, uh, can I use the younger guy? He went, no, I'm first. I says, no, here's 10 euro. He went, okay. So the younger guy jumped in and I went, I says, all right, mate. He went, yeah, I went, take me to brothel. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is the beginning of the thing. This story is mental. Oh, boy. This story, and I'm sure Peter has a few mental stories and yourself, Sean, but this, he asked me that, so... This is a wild story, right? Yeah, One of my it. wildest nights, and it's just hotting up here, right? So I says, take me to a brothel, right? So he started to take me outside the outskirts of the Benidorm, and I'm I'm fully... See this, see this stuff, Sean? Paranoid. It was dynamite, right? So I'd had about two lines, three lines here. So I went, mate, am I going to be all right? No, that. And he's gone, I was right in the dark, and it was like a wee kind of a row of houses, a wee pub. And I went, I'm going to get fucking bumped here or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, he went, so, so the guy went, like, the guy went, listen, go in there. He says, you'll be sorted. He says, I'll wait for you, mate. I says, will you wait for me? I says, look, I'm not going to be in long. Right? <laughs> I went, you're not going to be in long, but you're going to get that. You know what I mean? So I went in. And there, there was about 10 girls standing about, Sean. And uh, me and my haste, right? I was, I was like, ah. I grabbed one of them and... She looked like Kylie Minogue, so she did, right? And uh, she went, you like me? I went, aye. And then the madame came out, and she says, would you like to go with that girl? I went, aye. She says, well, do you want to get her a drink? I went, aye. And uh, she went, hey, what do you drink? I says, a vodka and coke, get the girl one. She went, 80, 80 euros. And I went, 80 euros? I says to myself, well, look, I'm getting fucked, but I'm only in for a fuck. 
right? So I wasn't really bothered, no. I mean, I was just, I was just no bother. She's not getting another one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she says to me, hey, how, how long do you want to get in there for? I says, as short as possible. My name's Blank, so I'm in and out quick. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I did, Sean. It was just, the, it was something wicked in my mind. I was saying, see the girlfriend, I'm getting her back. But what am I getting her back for? She's not done nothing. But in your right? head, she had. <laughs> I know. That's right, mate. So, uh, so Sean, I went, I went in with her, right? Honest to God, uh, I wasn't even a minute. I wasn't even a minute. There was a there was a mirrored there was a mirrored uh, there was a mirror in the room, and my shorts were after kept looking at me. I was saying somebody going to come in here and steal my shorts because it was a wee out, right? So that never happened. And uh, so so so, so, so no, what she says to me. I was the only minute she went, is that it? Yeah. It's <laughs> a bit embarrassed. And, uh, and she, showing 150 euro for that. Did you give me this girl? And, oh. and I went like, that's here, you should be so lucky. Yeah. You know, that's one of Kyler Minogue's songs <laughs> that, that you've all had them in. Because 150 euro for no even, <laughs> no even a minute is a lot. So anyway, I came out of there and uh, this was the Kyler Minogue, right? Uh, that was over 200 euros spent in there. I came out the taxi driver sitting there, right? And uh, I'll try and say this story quick because it is no, a bit long. No, you take as long as you want. No, because it is a bit long. It's I, okay, I, it's I, fine, I honestly. No, 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 it's fine. No, it's fine. We like, we like the longer, the longer yeah, the better. Okay, the longer the right. better. <laughs> yeah, I'll try and finish it. The story is, no, is not finished yet. Story. It's going to be, it's just... It's showing <laughs> I've got the paperwork say, thing there. If you can read in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you see, it, it's in the newspaper, not a Glasgow newspaper. We love long it. stories. So, right, so, so Sean, th- th- this story's just heating up, right? So, this is <laughs> me. Up. I, I've, I've, I've been in Kylie Minogue. I'm in, is that it? You should be so lucky, right? So, the taxi driver's still there, the young guy, because I says, look, mate, I says, I'll give you a good tip. You know what I mean? I'd four or five hundred euro that I took out the. The safety, the safety box, and the, the safe in the room, and uh, so what happens is I says to the guy, I says, mate, that was fucking brilliant. No, no. And he went, to, you all right? I went, I don't only done a minute, mate. <laughs> What's with that? So I says to him, mate, I says, listen, you used to all like this, right? <laughs> you know, you used to all like this because it's a good subject. So you how your downfalls came. Uh, I says to the guy. It's, they're called all different things, right? Ecstasy, not. I say, listen, I say, I say, try to pigeon talk. Can you get me for ecstasy? Right? And he went, yes. I says, can you take me to all night rave? Yes. I says, mate, there's a good tip in it for you. So Sean, he took me, he took me back in, in town and was glad, know what I mean? But the guy turned out all right. He got me four eggies. There were only about ten of each, right? Sean, I gave him a hundred pound, uh, I gave him a hundred pound tip. Wow. No, I wasn't get a fuck. No, I yeah, mean, yeah, he was a good guy. I didn't yeah. really get a fuck and get my fucking neck. He was a good guy. So I gave him a hundred pound tip. And uh, so that was what I still had about 150 euro or something anyway. But I still had my coke, right? This mm. dynamite coke. So I'm I'm 48 years of age, right? No, 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 I'm not 48 years of age. This is 2006. Um 44, 45, right? And I'm I'm getting like that, right? And I'm, I'm like that. I could, I could build enough to be half of the, the girls in, that, in the, the rave 
his dad, you know what I mean? Cheers me, go like, yeah, this is fucking great, been to a brothel, knew him at a rave, four Eckies, <laughs> right? And I went into the toilet, took a wee sneaky line, I didn't really need it because of the Eckies. So the story's getting good now. So I've wondered, Sean, I've come out of there about seven in the morning, right? And I'm blazing, right? I've been drinking as well, I'm drinking Eckies, cocaine. So I went into this wee Irish pub, you know, the pubs in Spain all open, some open all night and all that. So... I'm in a. I've ended. I've ended up staggering. I didn't know where I was. Ended up staggering into this this sweet Irish pub, and there was a wee couple there, the barman. So there's three guys, three English guys, right? So I says they were playing pool, and I says, mate, I says, I went, I ain't bother. So I kept getting out of the toilet twice, and one of them went, here, big man. He says, you're fucking blazing. I says, mate, I says, I shag Kylie Minogue, I've been to, and I've been to rave, get four Eckies. I says, and uh, I says, I've got this coat. And they were like that, and they says, going to use one. I went, aye, still got two or three gram left. So I gave them a couple of lines. Do you know what they says to you, Sean? There were three workers, right? There were three workers in uh, Brenadon. And they uh, talking away, and afternoon, they went, by the way, that stuff's fucking great. But where'd you get it? I says, I'm going for Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> that's for Glasgow. I says, aye, that's for Glasgow. So, so as the morning went on, right, so half ten, eleven, I went, okay, I'm going to get into thing me the hotel, right? And because uh, we're into the hotel. So, no. So I says to the guys, I says, listen, I says, uh, does any of know where the hotel Mimilia is? And they all went, aye. And before saying anything else, I went, why don't you run me to my hotel? I thought it was miles away, right? I'll give you a gram of that. Well, I went, aye. Sean, it was only around the corner. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was at fucking failure. Right, shot here, man. It was only just, just literally two streets. So, no wonder this is it. So, I'm sitting in the car, right? I don't know my girlfriend she's stoning it's about half 10, 11 she's stoning at the front of the entrance right waiting, waiting for you so I've, I've been out for about half 12 as you say half 10, 11 and uh, so she saw me sitting with this guy so I know what she says and I, and I send myself up in the book and that's not what I mean and because uh, it's just no I've got all this I, I make fun of myself as well I'll try it I tried to make the book quite funny as well when, when, when I wrote it. I just didn't like all oh, this and that and just yeah, lighten it up. Some you know I mean? in, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's quite, quite, quite better. Uh, yeah. Old man, know what I mean? Uh, what of Sean's a lot of humour in this book, especially. <laughs> and he keeps he well, keeps man's stories. Them. Yeah, I know. I'm going to ask him his stories in a minute. So that this this story is nearly finished, but this is this is the finale coming up. So she's standing there, and I just went. Like, I saw her, and I just walked right by her, and she went like that to me. Yeah. No, she says to me, Peter. She went, uh, "Is that your boyfriend?" Because she's still been the guy with the car. No, I turned and sat turned and went. And what if that is? I'm on Eckies, I'm on Coke, I'm on drink, right? Uh, so I'm walking towards the reception. She's only 10 hours to get her stuff out or whatever. I've never even had much stuff. We're only there, going there for four days. A wee short break. She shouted, am I not getting my stuff out the, the, the bedroom? And I went, 
No! <laughs> so she ran over to the reception desk and she shouted, uh, I want security. No, I done. I fucking just got up and went right out of the, the reception desk and went, Do you know what? Get the fucking place here. Fuck the security. I'm away with it then. I, I, I'm just away with it. But, but, but then, then I'd done the worst thing I've ever done in my life. I walked by her. And I says to her, and there was a big crowd of people checking in, and I, and I, and I says to her, I says, listen, I says, <laughs> I says to her, see if the police come up to this door. I says, I'm going to battle them. Sean, wild man, you can't battle fucking Spanish police. I'm no, going to get guns on you. them. You but see, when I say something, I mean it, right? Yeah. And see when I was going up, and it was 16 up, but see when I was going up, Oh no, I hope the police don't come up. I says, because I was, I was, my, 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 my head was away with it, right? But you'd said and, this, uh, so you're going to follow through. I says, so I've got to follow through. Yeah. This is what I'm thinking yeah. Uh, yeah. on my drug induced state. And uh, so I went up to the up to the flat, still got about two gram of gear left, the supersonic stuff, taking big lines, and I'm walking up in the flat, and I'm going like that. See if they come in that door, I'm going to attack them. Then I'd walk up again, I go, no, he don't just kill doing. Then I'd take another big one like that. And I was like, I was like I fucking just attack them. But I'm not thinking <laughs> the consequences of the guns. So I phoned a pal up and I told him the situation. They went, oh, Come on, it's your own holiday. And I says, Look, I've had a big argument. I've got cool. He says, Get ready up. So as soon as I put the phone down to him, you know when I get ready, I put it on the table and took another big line. But this time I'm Superman. Sean, the moment of truth dawns. The door goes, right? Remember, we're 16 up in this place. I went, and I just took another big line, and I was fucking, I felt like Superman. And I says, right, I'm going to fucking attack you for there. Sean, open the door. Two young police. She's in the middle. Two security guards, right? And I went, to went, but see, right, see, to be perfectly honest, right, I, I'm not thinking, uh, just going to see other cunts and other estate, right, because this is the right story. See the two policemen, right, they were 26, 27. They were civil, they were nice, and they says to us, listen, can we come into the room to get our belongings? And I says, no. I says, you've got a fucking warrant? And they went, what? And I went, slammed the door. So I went, right, Ian. Get ready. Get ready, but I didn't know what I was going to do. So you know what I done, Sean? The door can fly and open, but I never see the bedside table. This is the wildest night of my life. You know what I mean? White man's asking me. This is this is the story. I grabbed the lamp and I fucking ran out and I smashed one in the middle of the head Sean, this is true. This is true. It's in the book, Pain in Spain, right? So I smashed him with the head, but see for a note, the twos are in the deck, he's trying to get his gun, right? And I'm like, ah, and see the other cop and the two security guards, but then they don't out in the balcony, right? But they've had my, they've had my thing, my, my cuffs in the back, and uh, she, she's in the room as well. So, they were like, ah, oh, fucking bastards, so they're rolling their sleeves up. Do you know they've got these big long buttons? So they, they brought them out, right? I knew I was in for a time. I'm on the balcony, right? 16 up. And uh, but I didn't want her to see that I'm showing any fear. 
and it was so. See if I never had ecstasy, fucking cocaine, drink. You know you're going to get a wall down. Aye. So know what they done? They went, come on, they were smashing me. Right, do you know what I was shouting, Sean? I was shouting. <laughs> Instead of going, ah, I was going, harder! Yeah. <laughs> no, only because she was standing with a smirk in her face. But she says to me when I spoke to her fucking months later, she's never. St- I says, "Look, you did." I says, "And I was thinking you the satisfaction in me shouting, ah!" But see the drugs, they they numbed it a wee bit, but I could fucking feel it. But we hear the best about it. Yeah. Right, we hear this wild man. Right, we hear the best about it. They've only fucking left me and took my cuffs off. They went, they've done them too much damage. They broke my fingers. There was fucking damage on bruises all down my fucking leg. And I'm surprised there was nothing broken, know what I mean? So I was in a bit of a state. Do you know what I'd done? Stupidly. And I still can't believe this. I was unconscious for about a minute, Sean. And they went out the, they went out the door. Go after right? them. Aye! I fucking only ran out the fucking door. They were running out of them. I went, come on! And I jumped right and top of them. So by this time, they've got me down. They've got me in the lift, right? They screwed it again. And they went, you, you think you hurt, man, blah, 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 blah. Pouty's gone out and they put it in my mouth. Mm. Fucking hell. I've never shit myself so much in all my life. Mm. No, I've never shit myself so much in my life. So he went, you fucking hell. And I'm putting it right in and I'm going, fucking hell. So see me down at the bottom of the thing there? And the thing we stopped yet. I managed to run away from him. I just, I just fucking ran away in my flip flops. And the next minute they ran after me and, and I went flying. They got me with the feet. And I went flying, so they put me in this van, and uh, I just went mental. I was fucking banging weed off, off the, off the window, right? But cocaine psychosis by this side, aren't you? But see this cocaine, wild man, it was fucking strong. It was strong. These guys from England were like, "Where the fuck did you get that?" Yeah. So the story's coming to an end, and it's there's a wee bit of a punchline here. Know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't want it to end, I'm just gripped. Yeah, right. I am too. So, they've got me at the police station, right? Sean, I thought I was in for a tank in my life, right? To be fair again, they never touched me, right? I could say, oh, I've got tortured, you know, but no, that never happened. So, You've got enough to land you, you know what I mean? I know, well, you the wall up like. I know, so, so I did, and I, and I was very lucky, right? Because uh, see, see, see in later weeks when I thought about it as well. Yeah. Right. See when they, they found out my conviction, 16 years, two and a half years for a gun. If you had had your cocaine and all that through you, man, you'd have been fucking hurt. Why, man, do you know what I'm surprised they never done? I'm surprised they never just threw me on that fucking balcony. They'd have got away with it. I was thinking they would dangle you. You know, thinking yeah, that. Yeah. Sean, they would have got away with that. See yeah. my convictions and me attacking them. But see if they knew that, they probably would have put me on the fucking balcony. If they knew your convictions, you probably would have. Aye, that's what I'm saying. They yeah, would have just yeah. went there. So anyway, we're in the police station. They put them in with five guys, right? <laughs> Algerians, I think it was, in Spanish. So this, this is right. This is this is a kind of a, a laughing bit here, right? Now there is a wee bit of funny bit to it, right? And because uh, I'm acting a bit smart, and uh, so I'm in for a couple of days. They wouldn't give me a couple of watts. So other boys, so see the boys, the Algerians and all that. They're going, oh mate, you want the neck? No, that. They says. Uh, 
you end up getting pumped and I went, I says, then I went, here, I says, I'm not just this wee tourist, it's just been lifted fucking for, 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 for a stupid wee thing and all that. I says, eh, I says, I've been in prison. I says, Etta? Etta? They went, aye. I sit with IRA. Right? So I'm letting them know I'm no a dafty. IRA trained the Etta. Do you know what I'm talking about? The best terrorists? Yes. Yeah. So it's believed that IRA trained them. So I sat with IRA in the neck. Right? There's a lot of good guys in there. Even though a lot of people won't freaking agree with that, but there's still people in there in the neck. You've got to get along with them. So I was going like that. Etta? And I went, what? I went, I says, don't think I'm a fucking stupid thing, mate. I can't, because they're going, oh, you get shagged and all the rest of it. So anyway, uh. we, go, we go to court, the story's coming to an end, and uh, I've been appointed a Spanish uh, girl, right? She was at 30 or something. So she came to see me. She's got no fucking to stay, you know, we're knocking around. And uh, she can speak English. She says, okay, this is what's happening today. You're getting an eight-month prison sentence, right? And uh, and I made a joke of this, right? But I did think this was a wee bit true, Sean, right? I, I made a, a joke of this and I went, right, okay, then I says, uh, eight months, no problem. I says, I'll be lying at the swimming pool. The prison officers will come over for sangria and my breakfast. <laughs> she went, swimming pool? I went, swimming pool? She went, who told I said, I said, there's swimming pools in Spain, isn't there? She went, who told you that? And what she says? I says, what's in them? And she went, ragged, uh, rats, maggots and faggots, meaning the Algerians and all that. It was in the Rats, surf. maggots and faggots. Uh, she says that, and now no, it's sort of the Algerians going, oh, you get pumped in the neck yeah. and all that. So I went like that, Sean, I just kind of went, my whole thing went, oh, wait a minute. I I, I, is there any other way out of this? She went, have you any convictions? And see, before I can let her stop, do you know what I says, Sean? I says, uh, does Big Ben tell the time? Old Bailey, <laughs> Edinburgh High Court, Hamilton, Dumfries, this, that. And she went, no, because never let her finish. Have you any convictions in Spain? And I went, what's that good? And I went, no. She went, you're a first offender here. Did you know that? Do you know this 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 this, this, this is what happens in Spain and some other countries? Because I'll, I'll 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 just come off the story I just a wee tiny bit. There was a guy called I'm sure his name was Archie McCafferty, and he came over from Australia. Sean, he was a Scottish guy, get deported twenty year ago, right? On the papers and that. He 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 get done with a couple of things, right? <laughs> So guess what happened? Mm. See in Scotland, he was treated as a first offender. It <laughs> <laughs> killed three guys. <laughs> this is true. Wow. So Spain, that that that's what happened. So but when I've rattled all that big brain and all that tells the time and all that, she went, no. She went, right, she says, okay then. I get you suspended sentence. Eight months. Maybe compensation you pay. Oh, I went, fucking right, I'll pay. So, Sean, I thought I was going to treat into a courtroom. It was, it was a room, sorry. It was a room with a big long desk. And I didn't, and she went, just keep your mouth shut, right? Just keep your mouth shut. You're getting out. Getting out. First, no, I was like, oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? 
Oh, I got out, all right. I got an eight-month uh, prison sentence suspended for two years and they gave me, I was surprised, they only gave me €600 Euro fine. Wow. I broke paperwork today, but it's in Spanish, you know, yeah. that, right? and it was in the paper about what happened anyway. And uh, but that was that was one of the wildest nights of my life. That's fucking so crazy, was, man. Oh, one of the craziest so, stories so, I've ever heard. So we had Kylie Minogue, the, the rave, and the boys at the thing with and... We're going to do a clip, the craziest night. So, you're no called wild man for nothing. I haven't, I haven't got one to compare with that one, really. No, but you must have a couple. I like, no, but I like the one about you. Right, you done your wee trilogy, uh, Wild Man in Mexico. Oh, yeah. yeah. The dogs followed you and all of that. Oh, I, I just feed uh, some steak and stuff, and then they'd turn around, and, because every night time there, the dogs would come, but we'd go for you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Come, but... I'd have like four or five dogs and sort of fucking protect you. And they'd go right. for the stray dogs. And all you do is get I, a bit of steak. I seen when I was younger as well. Sean Cena was only about 19, right? There was, there was, uh, there was three guys in the town. They, they were well known in Glasgow. The Three Johns, I call them. There was John Friel, John Lynn, John Cavana. Hmm. John Cavana had a nightclub. Uh, what's the name of it? <coughs> Club de France. And did you hear me talk about the Irishman earlier with the guy came down to the door and he went, I'm going to kill the Irishman? Yeah. John Friel. He was a, he he died a few years ago. So as Shunro and John Lynn. He had a few businesses. He was he was a good friend of mine. So I was 19 and I kind of a thing on their shirt tails. They, they get in all the nightclubs in Glasgow. And uh, there was the nightclub, the warehouse, the Mardi Gras, uh, Ultratech. It was Panama Jacks, Henry Africa's, Videodrome, who a big guy I know very well had that. And it was just a big pub, you know, just TVs. Are they all in the gobbles? But, 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 but this is... Aye, 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 aye. Most of them are for the gobbles. John yeah. Freelnatch for the gobbles. Aye, this Videodrome, Colin Robertson had that. And... Uh, but the, the, then it was good. No, I mean, we were, we were like Pied Piper, know what I mean? Well, he was like pipe out and we were all fooling him in and all that. But uh, they, they, they three guys done well. But John Lynn, who's a, a very good friend of mine, and I've known him for a wee while. Uh, John, John, John's good. John's about 60 odds. He, he get, I met him in England. He was uh, doing 17 years. He was doing Blackpool and allegedly shot somebody. You know what I mean? A UDA guy. And... Uh, John ended up getting 17 years for it, so he did. And uh, it's a kind of funny wee story, because this was, I got to jail in 91, I think John was in for about 88. <coughs> so I was in full sitting at the time. And uh, John done me a favour, a massive favour. I never had a TV for about eight years, Sean. So I was an oh. avid reader. And I've always been a kind of a good reader, you know what I mean? It was yourself, you know what I mean? And wild man. But, uh, Gets you out your cell, doesn't it? Aye, uh, you, you can float away. I would, I would get into a book, and uh, sit, right, see, see, like, say the dispersal system was in for nine years. All the guys were all, all kind of playing wee funny stunts. So, Ian, here's a book, thousand pages. It's brilliant. And the new, I was the type of guy, Sean. See when I read a book, right? I can't put it down after fifty or hundred no. pages and float away. I persist because sometimes a good book 
you don't get into it to 200, 300 pages. My favourite author you know does I mean? like, like 13, 14 hundred pages. James Clavell did Shogun. Right, aye. Some of my dad's favourite show. Yeah. yeah. But do you know what happened, Sean? They, they, these guys, a couple of things that happened to me, and the books were push. 1,100 pages, and I, and I kept saying to my pals in Long Larton, when's this book going to get better and all that? So, so talk about John Lynn anyway. Uh, he 17 years for the shooting in Blackpool, the UDA guy. So he was in the HMP Franklin in 1994, and I was in a... Phil Sutton. So I'd been in three years. She only ran about six or seven. So I used to get up to... I, I went up to Franklin for six weeks to be near Scotland. And uh, John was the thingy, the past man, uh, in the gym. Oh, he was he was good at that badminton. See the badminton and the soft tennis? He was ten years older than me. He always beat me. So <laughs> <laughs> Same as the other guy, Mickey Gillette, for Preston. I was telling you about... And uh, but John, <laughs> we noted in. He got me a wee Casio TV, and it was only about three inches. Got a box open, right? Opened the open up, put it in the, the open, and sealed it. At that time, there was no the X-rays, and you can buy food. So I put that in amongst tins of tomatoes and. So I took it down to Phil Sutton and uh, I had this wee TV for five months I was watching Match of the Day and all that and a wee tiny, <laughs> tiny TV. Late, years later we were to get a TV 16 inches, 18 inches yeah. this was great. Mm. So in Phil Sutton is there, there was a, there was a lockdown search the thought that the IRA had Semtex in, right? I think it was a load of bollocks just to fucking ready search, right? So they picked out a, out a few hundred prisoners. They picked out 50 for a special search. I was one of them. And see, and see the TV, mm. right? Do you know how I used to take it out at night? No, I, I used to... Do you know where I planked it? I never made a stash for it. Mm. It was... See, an ordinary search. They just come in, they'll search. You've got cornflakes, you're up in there, whatever. But see this day, because it was a special search, and you'd uh, spice, you'd spices, you know that, and jars. So they were emptying them out, and I'm standing outside, and I'm going, fuck, because I just had this open sit, sitting on my cupboard. So they were coming in ordinary searches, and we even finding it, because mm. it was just an ordinary because it's open. But they, they, they were wide this day, they, they were thinking everything, uh, emptying everything out. And I'm standing outside the cell and I'm going, fuck, it's nearly two weeks to Christmas and I'm going to miss the TV. Because they had a TV, you could wire it to the light so you could. And I used to just let me put a blanket on my door so there was no shadows and you could see it. It was great, you know what I mean? So I TV. So th th this is what happened. The, I went, oh fuck, they're going to empty it up. Fucking open box, you know what I mean? And they emptied it out and they came out and they went, what's that in? I says, that must be a free gift in with the, the thing with the cereal. <laughs> no, you used to get wee free gifts. And the two, the two officers, it was a woman and a, a man, they were howling, they went, uh, they went, tell the governor that. I went, oh, no, they bother. <laughs> but, uh, no, that, that was thing we talked about the, the, the free Johns for, for Glasgow. 
they, they were better men, know what I mean? And they were all gentlemen and all that. But uh, there's another shooting I want to tell you about, Sean. I think we're going, fuck's sake. How <laughs> you the fuck? We love shooting. Don't we? <laughs> I know. <laughs> but see the, see the funny thing, Sean? Touch wood. I've not been shot yet, right? It'll probably happen at some time, right? But, uh, <laughs> but Touch wood, it doesn't. Make <laughs> <laughs> sure it doesn't happen to you, sir. So, uh, I've got a chapter in the book called My Famous Alibi, right? So, there was a wee guy, I'll call him Fersnatchy, right, in Glasgow. Fucking jacky lad, fucking Porsche, sail neckies, all the fucking rest there. He get wide, so he get done, right? So, uh, shouting about his brother and all that as well, know what I mean? His brother's coming out and acting he's going to do this and do that. So, his brother, his brother tried something. And uh, I went to Rossi. I went to Rossi on uh, the Monday. I went with my missus, kids, and my mum and my stepdad. And uh, the next morning, stepdad's like, oh, so-and-so's been shown in the paper. That's Fingby's brother, Versace's brother, right? And I went, aye, I went, fucking good. They can't. But he'd been shot in the city centre, Sean, right mm. in the city, in uh, Merchant City. He got shot right in the fucking stomach. He was in mm. intensive care. Know what I mean? So this is where my famous alibi comes in here. Mm. So I came back for Rossi. I've no done it, right? Sean, I get charged with it. <laughs> True story, mm. right? The usual suspect. Right, so what happened was, uh, it was what? About a year before I went to went away for the big sentence, twenty eight, twenty nine. So I came back for I told the police were at my mum's door, and I had a boathouse up in Bishop Briggs at the time, up Spam Valley and Crow Roads. Know what I mean? And uh, what happened was, I knew they were after us, right? So I phoned my solicitor Joe Shields, who I had for years. And he says, right, and he says, I phoned the police down the Stuart Street. Uh, they want you to come down and see them. There, there's no an arrest warrant out. I says, you sure? He says, I've seen it. So I says to the missus, I says, have the number ready for me? I'm doing it at five o'clock. See, as soon as I get down to that station, they fucking jumped on top. I was walking They jumped on top and went, mm. you're under arrest for attempted murder. So... I was in Berlin. Just put me in Berlin, and I went. I know how it feels. Fuck hell! Right. You just goes give you your side, won't you? I know. I says I know. I, I, I says to myself, I know. I know what it feels to be like a, an instant man. Know what I mean? Yeah. My pal Ernie Barry had got eighteen years, and uh, for a bank he never done, and he was in the the riot in Berlin and all that. Ernie died last year. It was it funeral, and uh, he he was a good guy, Ernie, and. Uh, but he got rough justice going him at it, so they did. They measured the the guy that they had a photo still of a guy at the bank door taking a, a case and they measured that Ernie was too big, the guy was too wee. So he got for the rough justice. He got compensation and that he'd done a couple of years. So anyway, my famous alibi. Uh, I get arrested, charged. And I usually say a no comment, Sean, right? 
All the time, no comment. So I know I'm innocent, right? <laughs> so we're sitting in Stuart Street and the CID, they said, we're going to do your taped interview. I hadn't even told my lawyer, uh, Joe Shields, about my famous alibi, who I'm going to tell you in a minute. He's a famous person. No, I mean, like he's dead now, but he's really famous, right? And they were going to come to court for me, right? <laughs> uh, him and his wife. So I told you I'd been Rossi, so I'm back. So I agreed to get into the police station. You're jumping, this is a taped interview, blah, 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 blah. They says, okay, then uh, where were you saying the Wednesday night at eight o'clock? I says, Rossi. They all looked and went, all right. Who were you there with? I was there with my mother, son, uh, my ma, stepdad. Uh, are you sure you weren't in the Merchant City in Glasgow? I went, no, this is, it's quite easy for you to come back in the ferry. You know what I mean? And get back out again, whatever, all that shit. So I went, no, this is, so, so who was there? Your mother and all that. Any mere witnesses? And this is where it comes out, I says, right? I say, Sir Richard Attenborough. David Attenborough's brother. Right? And do you know how this came about, Sean? No, I know how this came about. We won there in his house on that. And Sean, do you know how this came about? We won there in his house in a pub with him. My stepdad was a big Fulham buff. So we didn't realise at the time, but we've put it in the book, we've done a bit of research. Uh, Richard Attenborough's got a huge estate in Rossi. Mm. So him and his uh, and then I should just say him and his wife were out working uh, out walk, walking the dogs. Mm. We, and we were driving round the island, right? So we island Rossi. So we're driving round and what's the Richard around that? So we stopped halfway down and we, we get talking to him. <laughs> Sean, see the time of the shooting? There was about a 10, 15 minute gap for them. Mm. So there's no way you can get for Rossi to Glasgow in 15 minutes. Yeah. It takes you about an hour and a half. Wow. So, so wait, you hear what happened in the, the interview room in the police station. Yeah. Uh, so they were like that. Right, and this guy went like with a pen. He says, Are you taking the fucking cunt out of me? And I went, no, and my lawyer even, because I didn't even throw my because I just thought I was going up the road for my dinner again, because he says there's no warrant and I've no done it. And he, <laughs> and he went, for Sir Richard Attenborough. I went, I've never had so much garbage. <laughs> I went, well, that's my witness. He asked, did I see anybody else? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> So I bet it, they were fucking fuming. Oh, they, they were gutted. See when I said, but see the thing, but see the thing, my old man. I still get fucking remanded. <laughs> they took me to court the next day. <laughs> they went, he's talking shit. <laughs> and they interviewed fucking my man. They actually interviewed Sir Richard Attenborough. He was going to go to court. He interviewed him. Aye, he was going to go to court and all that. So he was Sean. So he was on your side. Aye, without a doubt. Yeah. So it never went to court. And, uh, but that that's who, who my witness was going to be. But this guy was blasted, there was a serious condition, yeah. you know what I mean? Bastards, aren't they? And uh, it was that little cunt Versace I mentioned earlier mm. on. He got, his brother got shot, and he got fucking his brother's girlfriend and another lassie. They were in this flat to pick me out. They says mm. I was there. 
Stare at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking picked me out. He says, I was in like a couple other guys. So that was that. And uh, after a week, maybe just 10 days, the police, they were satisfied. Mm. It wasn't me, but I had to spend 10 days in prison charge of attempting murder. Mm. You know what I mean? No, it was crazy. So you said earlier there were some other attempts on your life. Is there any stories behind them? Aye. Well, when I was in my 20s again, mm. had trouble with other people, mere rivals. <laughs> right? And, uh, what What Are these troubles just arising over that's a different part of Glasgow, like you said earlier? It's, that's what causes the trouble, or is it trouble over debts, drugs, women, whatever? It was mostly debts and sometimes drugs as well, you know mm. what I mean? And it uh, could be a, a variety of reasons. Mm. And it could be, Sean, we used to, I used to be quite a nightclub guy all the time. I'm still a fucking bad for everyone in the city you know? Yeah. And uh, you could be in a nightclub. So you're, and, you're and, fighting in the nightclub? Aye, yeah. something happens, it just, the, 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 the thing escalates and that, mm. so it does. But, eh, uh, no, there was another time that two people jumped out with guns. Mm. So they did in the street and they pulled guns at two and they never fired them. Nearly did. Did you know, you what, know I mean? what that was over? Aye, that was their trouble again, so mm. it was. And uh, they, they never fired them and I was I was quite shocked, you know what I mean? Was it just but to scare you? They had, they had to get the guns pointed at me. Mm. But no, there was a pal with me and a... Uh, there was two pals with me, in fact, and uh, we, we didn't think they had guns. We never had guns on us that day. And they, they, pulled, they pulled the guns out, pointed, it, pointed the guns at us, and my other pal says, uh, by the way, you fucking shoot him, you need to shoot the two ways. And they backed, we were shocked, you backed away. Mm. You know what I mean? So the first time you ever got a gun pointed at you, how was that feeling? That was scary. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not going to kid on, Sean. It was scary because if a gun gets pointed at you, mm. you're, you're 99% chance of dying. Yeah. No, it's it a scary thing. So it is. You know what I mean? But as it happened more and more times... It, I didn't it give might, a fuck. It might, you started not to give a fuck? No, I didn't give a fuck. And people used to say to me at a young age as well, before I went to prison at 30, Sean, they used to say is, uh, are you not scared and all that? There's people, there's people came to my door and all that a few times. You know what I mean? They says, you know, scared that uh, you're lying in your bed and you should be... I says, this is a way of life in me now. Mm. You know what I mean? And people were kind of amazed what my reaction was. Because most people just fucking... I know a lot of people that's moved the country and all that, they've been mm. threatened. But I've never been one for running away. Neither have. Yeah. And we recently posted a video of the police smashing up where you live now. There he's go, eh? Police Scotland. Just caught them getting out the clothes there. <sighs> they weren't up to give me a Christmas present. I thought, was the Santa at the door? What do you see he's standing at my door? You see this? Half a 
They used to bring a horse up to the house. I wonder if people know that. And they had the door sawed in half. I had the toilet door. Look at this, that. You know, you know. And now, thing me. What? She just walked into my house there. She's for throwing my Charlie. Fuck. It's been better. I can date. I don't figure I'm the last time, but even this time. Did you think I'm a horse? Look at that. A hover door. <laughs> and I'm laughing now. Putting my stash and never get the Charlie. Thank fuck for that. They go to the last thing when they get to the point five. What's this all about? I've not even done for a call. Three motors are down there. Two of them's rode away. I wish I would have video there. Let me know what it says. Sorry, Mr. McDonald, we're concerned for your welfare. And it says, when the fuck have you ever been concerned for my welfare? the part of my counter and going, what do you want for your breakfast in the morning? Another good barn? <laughs> Fuck! Look at this! By the way, contrary to belief, I've got a few quid a shop at John Lewis. No wonder you're laughing then. This is my son. <laughs> Christmas. Look. She anxious about me. She anxious about a laugh. You know what I mean? Fucking hell. Poor bells. Can you believe this? Oh well, I suppose I'll tell James English about this. Fucking hell. And that's me going straight. Straight. Fuck. Where'd they put through a chainsaw? 
my fucking international drug ban or something. Know what I mean? Merry Christmas, please Scotland. Thank you very much, you bunch of bastards. Again, that's something you'll have to tell us. Drop them behind a door. No, but well, wait a minute. You've no legal requirement to do this to me, by the way. Unfortunately, we do. We'll see if you do. Tell me, Right, go and come back to the door so we can speak to you about this. Tell me, by the way. Because right, well, I'm ready to fucking die. Ready. Because right, well, you know what? I've had fucking enough of you up to here. Well, early years. Listen to me. I'm not listening. Right, well, wait, Put the fucking door in. Come on, yeah. big boys. We need to speak to you. No, speak to me at the door. Well, no, we need to take you to the office. I fucking say here and that's it. What's your name, pal? What do you mean, what's my name? Oh, I don't know, you might have just come up. Here, my name's Ian McDonald, right? I'm no fucking getting my door put. Put the fucking door in. Oh, Mate. Put your door in. Where do you fucking go? You stay every week. Right, well, why don't you just open it? For what? Fuck, here, mate. This door's only been glued apart of me. Go on, new door. Big man, why do you not do all this for gentlemen? No, because you're no gentleman and I'm no gentleman. He's right. been after my fucking ass for years. Well, maybe we just go to the office and speak to you. Speak to me, what? You'll be soon enough. Aye, so I will. Fuck's sake. She's trying to see one load of shite. Man, Dan, all that. Mate. I fucking threw her gear out, that was it. What's that, It's my, I threw her gear out. It's my house. Well, I never assaulted her. Unfortunately, we've got to speak to you. I don't know if you're running about that. Mate, I never assaulted her. Well, that, that, I'm saying that's allegations. That's Aye, the allegations, one load of shite. Well, well, we're not saying you're guilty, but we need to... We need you're guilty, yeah, for fuck's sake. Here. You know what you're doing? Just put the fucking door in and that's it. You're used to doing that, you know what I mean? Just put the fucking door in. And all this shite last week, he's were worried about my welfare. It was a fucking prescription. I was doing it at George Square, know what I mean? I was doing it at George Square fucking last week. We heard in the wane. Then you come up with your doors in for a prescription at Boots gave you rang. No, we know that. Fuck sake, there's other Z's. All the allegation is, is it's domestic assault. Right, well, domestic assault, my fucking arse. Well, give me a chance to speak to you. See, all you're saying is you're throwing her clothes out. I've done her so fucking down, because she does this. Mate, I was going to go to the council and tell the woman, look, going to get her out of this house. Okay. So why don't we just go to the... Fuck's sake. Well, give me a chance to speak to a lawyer. You, can... you told us about the... The what? You get cautioned in charge. Yes. Aye, aye. Right. Aye, aye. Eh? I was he up in Aberdeen. Who ended who ended up in Aberdeen? What's that? Who ended up in Aberdeen? No, you ended up in Aberdeen when you well, you basically talked about how you would have a sea view and all that. Oh aye, right, 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 aye, right, right. Right, aye, okay, right. So what's the way he's all doing congregating outside there the now? He said, put my fucking door in last week for a prescription. Now you're up here because I fucking had an argument. And she's phoning Police Scotland. I'm not having it, mate. I'm not just a bit of recreation to be fucking booted about like a cricket ball. Listen, what, what is it? It's hard. What's happened is fuck all. She's just a fucking drama queen. Who, who? Oh, fuck who? You fucking know who. No, what the fuck? What the fuck? Why is this one? Just crash it in like you usually do. Fuck's sake, I'm used to it. 
I'll just, just crash it in what you usually do. Eh? You'll just put it in again. You just put it in all the fucking time. You got last year for a fucking gun and all that, I know. Last week for a prescription. I know you said all in there with shields and what about it? Fuck's sake. Yeah, you have the illegal requirement to come in, my don't put it in. Have you got a warrant? But you can't put my fucking door in. I'm alright, mate. Right, mate, I'm alright. No, because I know what you're going to do. Handcuffs as usual. Aye, I know you fucking will, and for what? Right, so we can I. I think it's a bit easier to do here. What do you mean it's a bit easier? How's that a bit easier? Well, because that means that means you don't need to come in. No, because you have no legal requirement to come in. Well, we do, pal, we do. It. How's that? Eh? What's that? How's that? I've no done for a call. Right, well, there's an allegation we made. We need, you need to be taken. What happened was, uh, I went to Boots the Chemist. Yeah. In Buchanan Galleries, it's just a cross through where I stay. I stay right in the edge of city centre. Mm. But who gives a guy a house in the, the edge of city centre when he's barred from nearly every pub and club? Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, what happened was I collected the prescription. The guy asked me my name, my address, postcode, and I got over to the flat. I realised it was a wrong name, wrong address. And uh, so I phoned him. It was just before Christmas, Sean. It was about a week, a week before Christmas or something. No, no, two or three weeks before Christmas. And the, the Christmas lights at George Square, and uh, I was going to go for a meal on that, the kid and that, my girlfriend. And uh, I phoned, I phoned, but I was rushing for time. And I says, listen, you've gave me uh, somebody else's prescription. Oh, can you bring it over? I went, no, I says, I'm in a rush. And he went, eh, I says, I'll just bring it over in the morning. So I just put the phone in, you know what I mean? And I eh, actually switched the phone off. And he eh, said, I didn't know what bothered. I went, no, it's the only thing, mate. Eh, so what happened was, about half past eight at night, Sean, we came up to my close. There was, there was six coppers coming out of the close and they went, are you Ian McDonald? Are you okay? They put it down as a, a concern, their welfare. Boots get in touch with... Boots get in touch with the police, right? <sighs> and they says to them, we think that guy might take that prescription. See if I would have took the prescription, Sean. They're lying. Because see if I would have took the prescription... Wait, I tell you, I googled it, what the prescription was. It was for colitis. I'd have shit myself. Colitis is for a bill problem. And you were helping them tell and I, them. I, and I'm loving cheeky people with colitis. But fucking all that would have done was fucking run, run thing me through me. Mm. It wouldn't have killed me. But Sean, see the way they done the door? Right. See the the the, the joiner that came that night? The, the, joint, the joiner was... He's been 20 years service with the Glasgow Housing Association. 
He says he's not saw a door lagging in before. Mm. They, they, they split it right in the middle. It was half a door. I says, am I a horse or something? <laughs> door. I was like, for fuck's sake. Right, I meant, I meant to take a 44 I came down. Mm. Right, see, see when the joiner came, see when the police went away and all that, right? I just videoed them just as they were going away. That clip I'd sent and that. And uh, but see when the joiner came later that night, he... I thought he was going to give me a new door. He went like that. He just put the door back together again. And he put a plywood at one side and a plywood at the other side. And uh, I've no letterbox. I've no, I've no door handle. It's still that. <laughs> still, the, door, the door's still that. <laughs> but, but Sean, see, to tell you the truth, I'm getting a bit sick here. I've been in this flat three years. The police have been up and down to my fucking door about six times. What did they say? Why they were coming? They've come up for a gun. For a gun. They've they come up for a gun. Remember, I, I don't know if I told you the last time. Uh, the first date I had with Ashley. Uh, the first date that would put any lassie off. We were in a fancy cocktail bar in George Square. Mm. I'd come out in the next minute. My hands are up. I'm police. I'm police. Have you got a gun? I says, if I did, it would be firing blanks now. <laughs> so, so they took me up in my house, which I thought was uh, highly unusual, and they, they searched the house and all that, and just, fuck all. They get back to Charlie. That was How did that go the first day? Well, did you, you get a second day? Aye, aye. Well, do you know what a few people says? They says, is she still way with me? I've says, run. She's still way with me. You know what I mean? But that was, that was her first date. That was us. I'd met her before, but this was us going out for the first, the first date, and the first drink. It's where you make a good impression, isn't it? But uh, Sean, see, see to tell you the truth, see over the years, I, I've, I've had a lot of things with trouble for the police. You know what I mean? That's but harassment, pure. They, they, they've, gave, they've gave me fucking a, a lot of trouble. Know what I mean? And uh, can I can I tell you this? Please do. And that, that, that this is going to thing me. It might get me in trouble, but I don't care. Sean, this is a true story. See, last year, I got second. I've got, a, I've got a clip in there. I can show you and then to justify this. Right. Did you hear about a guy up in Glasgow, the gerbil? He got shot in the car park. The gerbil? He got shot in the car park. No. So there was this uh, copper in uh, Glasgow. His name was Stephen House. Right? So he... Done all these reforms. He came right. First of all, he came for the the Metropolitan Police, right? And I think he was in the kidnap squad. You know, it was a good day down there, right? So he got the chief constable job up in Glasgow, and he done all these reforms. Want to do this and do this? Get desk bound duty officers out on the beat. He done, he done a few good things and all that, right? I'm not saying he never done bad, but he fucked up. He fucked up, right? There was a scandal, a call centre scandal, and uh, there was this lassie called Lamara Bell and her boyfriend. They, they crashed up near Stirling, and they were only found for three days. Yeah. But, but the call, the call centre had, had a call for it. So this Stephen House came in for a lot of criticism for it, and he came in for a lot of other criticism. And uh, so... He was a plain Stephen House, right? A Steph. Up in Scotland, right? They, they changed, they changed, it's Police Scotland now, right? Sean, it used to be, it used to be, a, 
I think there was six, six or five uh, d- different places like, say, uh, Lovian and Borders, Central Police, Strathclyde Police, Dumfries and Galloway, Grampian, right to name a few. But him and the Nats, meaning SNP, Nicola Sturgeon, etc. Do you know what they done? They, they, they think they were doing a cost-cutting exercise. See all these uh, thing, my regional police, what I mentioned, Grampy and Strathclyde. Put them all into one. They put them all into one. <laughs> but see the, see the thing about that, right? That's been a failure. Yeah. Because right? you know what happens now, Wildman. Right, say there's a murder in Glasgow. They send two cops in for Aberdeen. Who haven't it's not got a clue, clue about the area and logistics. And no. So... So and they can set, they send them all the all different. So they're not for the area, and uh, so anyway, to get, getting back to me, right? That, that, that this is a story. It'll be funny about at the end. Of it, but I think he would see this, right? And I sent him an email by the way. Right, guess what happened? Uh, it says in a newspaper article. I've got it in there. I'll show you. Right, Jerbo, Jerbo was killed. And he had a photo of me, and he went, the next one will be getting found in a car park is Ian McDonald. Right? Yeah, so I took offence to this, right? Yeah, I took I'm staying out of trouble. So whose words were they? Stephen, Stephen House. Right. He's uh, he done the news of the world before it folded. This was 2009, Sean. I'll show you it when again. You can even put it up. Mm. So Stephen House, you can look him up. Guess what he done? He's landed, he's landed on his feet. He's caused all the mergers with the Nats. This Lamara Bell uh, scandal, who, if Lamara Bell's dad's listening to this and watching, he, he'll he'll be glad that I brought this up because his daughter lay in a car for three days, dead. Oh, dear. A liberty, you know what I mean? The other guy, I don't know his name, he, he's dead and all. They're not too happy about it. No wonder, because he could have been found after six hours, seven hours, but they fucked up, so... That was on Stephen House's patch, and there are a few other things happened, and plus these mergers. So this is what I done. No, it says in this uh, News of the World Art article, the next one it thinks he's a uh, Jack the Lad and all that, and I'm out of trouble. Uh, is is blink on TV programs? It says he'll end up. Uh, he'll be the next one ending up in the car park. Guess what I done? No, Jenna, this is true. I've got the bit of paper in there that I wrote. Did you find this funny? <laughs> I don't think he did. That's that, right? I wrote something up. Right, I'm good at writing like, like you is, right? And uh, I've got good contacts, right? So I asked for his email address. Sean, guess where he went to? Sean, Scotland. They gave him a sir. They gave him a sir for fucking up, right? So he's Sir Stephen Fingley House, right? They gave him a sir and they get rid of him. Guess where he crawled back to? The mate. Right? I saw him on the TV the other week. He's the assistant chief constable. Okay, well. He's in the mate, right? He's about my age. He's, he's crawled back in with his pals, right? Because see, see the, half the police in Scotland? Half the police in Scotland didn't like him anyway. Know what I mean? So he got the boot for Scotland and he's crawled back into the Met with his pals. And uh, so he's been promoted for fucking up, basically. Yeah, yeah, and he's fingered and he's he's right high up. Right. 
see that gun thing? The Thursday night with Ashley. Right. I wrote him an email, right? I got his email address. And I sent it to the Met. And I says to him, Sir Stephen, I says, uh, Steph, I says, you were only a plain Steph in Glasgow. I says, uh, I says, you, you fucked up with this Lamara Bell. You fucked up with all these fucking uh, regional forces all but disbanded. Blah, 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 blah. I says, uh, you says that I was going to be dead uh, five years in a car park. And, uh, and I, I made a joke, right? I made a joke of this. And uh, I says, okay then. I says, this is how I'm going to die, Steph. I says, I'm not going to die now. I'm not going to die in Asda Car Park. I says, uh, I'm going to die in Aldi. <laughs> right? I says, and I'm going to tell you who's going to kill me. Paddy McGuinness to take me out in ten skinny bonds and he'll shoot me right up. <laughs> <laughs> so he got <laughs> so he, I made it in front of here. Yeah, he got this right. You know Pandy McGrath said does that take me out program yeah, yeah. with the girls and I says ten skinny blondes are gonna shoot me up right. So I sent that email to him right and his answer was he sent for the, for the pals he's got right uh, still up in Scotland. He must have some. He's not got many. They, they've he's got them a warrant for a gun to find me. So that was his answer. So it was, and he's a top brass. Mm. You'll be able to get his photo in it. The Met. So, and 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 you know, I like to say while you were talking about the Met, Sean. I like your programs, right? I like John Wedger. I think he's a good guy. I like Maggie Oliver, right? They're fighting for yeah. all these paedophiles and, and, and I, think, I think it's a bad day. John Wedger, he comes across as a good guy, right? And he had to look after his kids and all that. And uh, he's been on you a couple of times. I, 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 like, I like watching that guy. That that, that guy is a liberty. Uh, he's, there's just people trying to, try to kill him, but he's trying to expose things. And they're putting it back under. He was going to his superiors and saying to them, by the way, this is child abuse or not, it's rampant. It's... Oh, do... Maggie Oliver, she, she's a good story to tell as well. And there's another, Sonia... Sonia Poulton. Sonia uh, and uh, Anna Breeze. Anna Breeze. She's good. All those they're, they're are all in the Brand podcast, if you want to check on them um, in the description box, the link is down there. No, yeah. they, they're, all, they're all good, Sean. Yeah. And, I, and I've watched them and then and see the things that come out, you go, wow. You know what I mean? And uh, it's, it's sad that the police have gone from helping people. I'm not saying all of them. I think we do need the police. No, you need to, to, to you need the police. I would agree to, with you. To um, covering things up and... What the fuck do we need? Arrest, arresting low-level... It, it, it would be lawless. Oh, it would, yeah. Everybody would just shoot everybody. You know, yeah. Yeah. Arresting low-level drug users to fill private prisons is the main thing, main problem I've got with. Especially the police in America did that. Almost a million arrests a year for weed possession. And then in this country... You say something, you've got I, I remember you, you, you say in America, they say it's, a, it's an industry. Oh, yeah. The, the free yeah. strikes out it's for hash. Yeah. They're getting fortunes. I'm a member of law enforcement against prohibition, which are good police. Right. And they say we didn't sign up to arrest college kids for smoking weed. This is bullshit. You know, we wanted right. to arrest the paedophiles, murderers, rapists. But they're telling us in this country they don't have the resources to go after these political right. paedophiles. But they could stop fucking It's all covered up, isn't it? Yeah. But I feel sorry for the, the, the guy, John, 
he's come out and he's exposed and and they weren't believing him and uh, his bosses were just going like that and, and and he was finding things out and they were just going just leave it just leave it it's no you've got a lot of good guests on recently I enjoy that well in the beginning because people helped me when I got out of prison yeah. I wanted to help other people share their prison stories so it was all people who'd been in prison but then it kind of like just all of a sudden it just started branching out and a lot of it's and you've thanks done to well the viewers well your books you've donated 5,000 books for your own that's for your own money we're at, we're, at, we're at 25,000 book donations now oh, yeah to kids and state schools that. I mean that's a good thing because yeah. see in prison uh, people like to read books and that know what I mean and you, you've not got a good you've not got a good choice yeah wild man you Rob, don't you know do you I mean? know. No. all these fantastic guests Ian have been suggested by the viewers and a huge yeah. thank you to the viewers because yeah. You guys keep putting these people forward and or, yeah. or messaging that, like them and saying, why don't you go on Sean Atwood's podcast? Yeah. And it makes us easy then to hook it all up. And we've had... I, I, I think you're going to I think you're going to build up to true Jordan status. That'd be nice. No, he? no, I think, yeah. I think your, he, um, your, your subs are going up. And do you know every time I turn on my phone and my wee... That is always Sean, o, Sean, Sean Atwood's... Thing. You oh, it's got YouTube's time. promoting it. No, yeah, oh, they, they're yeah, promoting yeah. you all the time, so there. Well, we got a shout out from Joe Rogan podcast recently, and that who, bumped who us up like guy, 30, who's the guy Eddie Bravo. Right, who is he? He is a world champion martial arts guy. I, I saw, think, I I saw a lot of things going in saying that's good for Sean and all yeah. that. Did he mention? He mentioned you, didn't he? Five times he mentioned the, and the he, channel, he, the, he, the Epstein he stuff, millions, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, Joe Rogan, I think he's got like six or seven million subs on YouTube. Could he not come out here and interview you, Sean? If Joe Rogan was in London, we could go in a studio that. and do it properly. He did right. interview Snowden, and Snowden's in Russia, isn't he? Right. I mean, we, we, but a guy came out from America to see you, tell me, right, Patrick, uh, what's his name? Value Entertainment. Yeah, yeah. He came over and they yeah. done Dave Courtney as well, didn't Patrick he? was coming to London. I hooked him up with Dave Courtney. I watched Courtney. that one. Patrick's a great guy. Aye. And um, next time he comes out, I think um, he might he might do David Icke. I'm going to discuss you, you, you that with you him. You've done a good one, William. The did. two with David Icke so far, yeah. yeah. See, David Icke, right? Remember everybody used to say that David Icke's a loony and all that. David Icke talks a lot of sense. Well, what the thing is, a lot of the, a lot of the things he predicted have come true. true. And he was one of the first to call out Jimmy Savile and everybody and laughed at him. And did you know I call him a, a, a fruitcake and all yeah. that? Going, oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But Jimmy Savile, fucking hell. Well, man really loves the Epstein stuff the most. No, well, see, see, the Epstein stuff, Sean, I've got, I've got to take my heart after you. You've done, you've done mm. over a hundred and you keep, you keep plugging away, you keep plugging away, you keep plugging away. It's mental. Away. Yeah. So you do. And you, you must be you must be really busy all that research. You must be your days must be full. I've done enough Epstein videos now to fill two books. <laughs> I know. So I'm, I'm going to do Who Killed Epstein. I'm going to read you. Uh, of Prince Andrew on the cover. Do you know what book I'm interested in reading? Sean, you brought up Prince Andrew. Do you know, do you know what book I'm I mean interested? Your uh, your Clinton book. Oh, at Christmas there was a book yeah. released. Clinton, Bush, and CIA conspiracies. Subtitle. From the boys on the tracks of Jeffrey right, Epstein. Yeah. Available worldwide on Amazon, link is in the description box. And, uh, I must say as well, I really enjoyed, I've told Sean this before, I've, and I, I gave you a wee thing, I, I really enjoyed the two Tonys. Yeah. That that, 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 that was a fast-paced book. In real, I didn't want it to end. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, could, I could live in the mind of the guy. 
That's my next book I'm going to so read. I'm never going to read an Epstein book. Walmart thinks the Royal Security Sets. people are going to put me in a car one day uh, and yes. seen again. I love the Queen. No, the two Tonys book, I really, I really enjoyed that. So my two Tonys book is called The Mafia Philosopher 2 uh, Tonys, available See, when that ended, I was gutted. Yeah, I was gutted. So I was, and I watched, I watched, I watched the chain link fence. I watched the the other day. You you says uh, we're talking about Epstein, but you says two Tonys done a grip on you. Yeah, he done a grip in the in the American. In one of the Epstein videos, I did. We showed the pictures of the sixty minutes uh, from the from Epstein's cell. They got some unreleased pictures, and they've got these electrical cords in the pictures. Mm And when I asked two Tonys what's the quickest way, I'm, I'm sorry, how would you kill someone if someone came into your cell? I thought you would describe it. Yeah. But he jumped up with the electric car, put it around my neck and just choked me out real quick. I know you were saying that, but I yeah. watched that amazing, that I mean. What about the video, the Christmas video we did with Wildman and Chet? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I was sitting, do you know what I was sitting watch? You were steaming. I know, yeah. You were steaming. I don't, you, did you have a drink now? I was uh, moderating, let's say. No, I've I've never met I've never met Shet, but I've watched him in a he's run you he's run you three times. He speaks very highly of you and he's watched English. all your he's watched all your videos. Chet actually said um he would like you and Wildman, all of us, to have a video just, of just it? having a, a chat. That would be good. Yeah. We could just uh, or different reasons. We'll get drunk and just fucking Aye. put the world to rights. How stay down here like, again? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Enjoy coming down yeah. Yeah, yeah. We love having yeah, you down I mean, here. Yeah. 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 You've, you've always sorted me out with good details. And yeah, no problem. Things, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think I was the first Scottish guy to get in touch with you. You was, <laughs> and then the accents became a bit harder. <laughs> John, with Johnny, Johnny boy. boy, yeah, right, amazing. Right, listen, I'm, escape from that. Right, right, so I'm, many prisons. Right, I can this, understand you perfectly. I know. Because you know what I do. Because you know what I do. Ed, wild man, right? See, see, when I went to England in 1991, I was in nine and a half year. See, as Scots, we you slowed accents. it down. I slowed it right down. Yeah, yeah. And see, my pal, I had to interpret for him. So I was sounding like a snobby guy in Glasgow. You <laughs> see, for the first two years, all the Londoners, Londoners and that doing in England, you used to just go, I was just went, ah, no, no. So I slowed right down. Yeah. And when I went back to Glasgow, I still had it a wee bit, and people go, you talk about your snob. <laughs> but everybody understood me. In Acklington, I used to yeah, get um, Temmagesics, Temmies. Aye, the Temmagesics, aye. A couple of lads from the Gobbles. Aye. Temmagesics was a big thing in Glasgow in the 80s. They have like jails. twos and fours on them, no Subatech, they're all running about in Berlin and all that. Brilliant, brilliant. They're going to knock down Berlin, did you know that? No, I don't know if they're going to knock it down. They're building a new Berlin. So that's the one Johnny Boy steals multiple times. He he not only escaped, he also got his brother out and put his brother back in after they've been on the run and stuff. That was stories are amazing. Follow us to Johnny Boy Steel podcast. They're in the description box below the video. True crime podcast. I'll think which double that. Well, John and Boy, I would say that was the best escape for Berlin. There's been, there's been a few escape stories. Aye. When we got, when I got to America, coming from Widnes, I had a very uh, broad Northern accent, and they couldn't understand me. Yeah. So, like you, you said, you slowed yours down. I slowed it really down because I was working on the phones, telesales, basically. Mm-hmm. 
I had to start speaking like I speak today. Right. So some people call me posh as well because they hear me speaking yeah, like this. Yeah, I'm not speaking like the hometown yeah, accent that people can't understand. Because when, when I get released, I, I started saying I'm I again and no. Yeah. And, but I had to slow right down. And they understood me perfectly. So yeah. If people could I mean? hear my original accent before I went to America, they'd call Wildman the posh one, I think. Yeah, that hasn't been posh in my fucking life. <laughs> oh, call fucking since posh the last, since I uh, posh. <laughs> since the last time I saw you as well, Sean. Uh, sh- do, do you remember you done the guy he escaped for the prison van? Uh, Franklin, three guys jumped out, and you put a photo of him. And I was talking about Michael Howard added ten years to his sentence. Yeah, Alan uh, Lord, uh, was it? Uh, Alan, Lord. Alan, Alan, no, Alan Byrne. Alan Byrne. Not the Manchester lad. No, 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 you, no, you've not done a podcast I was speaking about. Him. Oh. And you put a photo up with him. Okay. And uh, he ended up, he was on the run for about 12 years. And uh, at the time I wasn't allowed to visit him. The the police came to see me, right? Can I put in to see him? So they says to me, they says, uh, and how did you meet him? And I says, I couldn't have turned around and say, well, <laughs> I, say, I, I turned around and said to him, well, I didn't meet him in Sainsbury's in fucking yeah. Birmingham. I says, I met him in full sitting in Long Larkin and we had some good parties. Yeah. <laughs> and do you know what they done? Well, knocked me back. But I, I, I've, I've, I've got in to see him. It's put, the, the guys get, uh, what's he got, Parkinson's? Mm. Oh, 68, no, terrible. I mean, Michael Howard gave him 10 years unjustly. Yeah. He says, your sentence is the, your sentence is the thing, mate. Uh, big enough Alan was willing to go to 54 doing 20 years and he just got a letter you're doing an extra 10 years oh, that's fucked up you don't have magistrates in Scotland do you have the sheriff's story aye we've got district we've got magistrates and people in the district court and we've got the magistrates sheriffs then judges judges you know yeah. what I mean yeah and uh, what a, a sheriff could give you five years. A sheriff could give you five years, and uh, then, then the judge, the district court, get up to about twelve months or something in there. What a, a sheriff, uh, a procurator fiscal. Yeah, I uh, a procurator fiscal is a QC doing your uh, against you. Got you, yeah, got you. Yeah. Like a pro- prosecution. Aye, aye, prosecution. Yeah. So they they prosecute, but doing here the what high up ones. I will. The you get the high up ones and yeah. uh, see, see, see in the high court in Glasgow and high court uh, everywhere in Scotland. Yeah, you get like the QCs. They're a QC yeah. prosecutor, like barristers over there. Aye, aye, just like down when, you, when your crime gets serious, they go up a bit. Well, see, see when we had our trial at Bristol the yeah. first time we tried to escape the and, all that. and all that. But, uh, we, we, we we actually two QCs against us. You know what I mean? Yeah, and we went to the Bailey and. Uh, so Lawrence Verney says to the six he says I'm not having any we try to get a gun smuggled and, uh, must have been scary at the old oh, place oh you went to they tried to get a gun smuggled <laughs> 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 the, the court moved it to a different jurisdiction they, they moved it to we were done down in Bristol and uh, well Torquay and they took us to Bristol Crown Court and we found a gap yeah and the security get this gun and what we were just going to do is we were just going to get the gun Get we, out. we were going to batter all the fucking screws before we went, but we weren't going to ask anybody for Glasgow to come down with cars. We were just going to go a free for all, yeah, and just got off. But that, we were six categories. And go your own could way. Could you imagine manhunt for that? I know. But I'm glad, wild man, we never done it. 
Because we'd have got another 10 years. You'd have got a life dot. So, no, it wouldn't have been worth it. But at the time we were all... And me and Mick Keeley used to walk around Bristolnick and uh, we'd look for fucking gaps. Because Mick escaped for shots. Shots prison. He was the only person in the butcher's vans. Top security van. You hear a lot of people, Sean... Uh, in the papers or somebody's escaped from prison but they've no escaped from prison they've just come out of an open prison or something yeah but it's still doing his escape but Mick actually went in the butcher's van and he escaped a lot of the things in England when they escape all uh, they've actually done is they've been taking them to the hospital since our last I and then they've gone from the hospital aye they go through the hospital right? yeah. but since so I last escaped. spoke to you Michael Healy died unfortunately oh. if you want to watch because the first podcast we did with Ian mean? was six million dollar bank robbery it, it went wrong obviously mm. if you want to watch that whole story that link is at the top of the description box below the video can you just update us then ian on all the guys that were in that botched robbery with you what what ended up happening to them well unfortunately uh, michael carroll he died as well he died about i brought the book out seven years ago and i'd done a wee dedication at the front yeah michael had serious kidney drop uh, problems and uh, he, he died uh, Michael Healy died and uh, what, what what was uh, Michael Healy's death? He, he, he was just found in a house they don't, they don't know what it was related to you know what I mean? Not suspicious? No No, no it wasn't suspicious he was 57 you know what I mean? Yeah and uh, I was I was at his funeral so I was and uh, Michael was a good guy and uh, his brother was done with his brothers. His brother James, he's out. He's been doing well. And uh, the other two blocks, Rab Harper, uh, he actually, see when he finished the he, 17 years at Norwich and he got 16 years at the Bailey concurrent because they, they, they'd went and done mere robberies in, in uh, Norwich. See when they left us at Torquay, they went to Norwich and went through a they went through a gun shop, reverse through it, and they got magnums and thing me. No magnum ice cream, but magnum. <laughs> that, ma- ma- magnum of guns. Yeah. And uh, they buried them under a farm, but they'd done three banks. And uh, so they get it. But then Robert Harper got another 18 years. So that was 17, 18 can count. And he was only at two years and he got 18 years, the poor can't. So he's he's just, he's been out about a year. And he, he's doing well. But I'll tell you who's doing really well. And you should maybe get him on your podcast. He'd be really good. A guy called Thomas Carrigan. He works in Tottenham just now. He works for a charity. He's in Tottenham. Wife. Yeah, and he'd see all the knife crime and all that. He's run about it. And the t- Tam Tam would t- Tam would have a good story to tell. He's uh, he's been to Iraq. and uh, all the danger zones as a photographer. This was all way before there, and Tam's the one it. Get the 17 years at Norwich for the farm with the guns and the banks there and the bank at Torquay. And uh, he, he's done it, he's done a lot of good for people. He's yeah, married now with four kids. Yeah, he just comes he, to Guildford quite good. easily from Tottenham. He, he's Tottenham, so yes. Yeah. The hand and knives, he, isn't he, he, he would, he, he'd he have good, he's got a big Mars bar as well. Does he? He get that 16, you know what I mean? Wow. But uh, no, Tam's at his act together and he's working and all that now. And he, he, he would be really good. He was on David Wilson's uh, Crime Files just the other week. Really? You look, he didn't lose your eyes. David Crime. Eh? I know, I know. Well, do you know what happened? I've got a, what do you call it? 
Uh, see, see below my right, I've got nerve damage. Yeah. I had to go in for another operation two years later and lift the eye up. Got you. Broke my ear as well. But uh, I, that, that, that day that happened, I was just, I was just happy in my neck. I was just taunting them, sort of, you know what I mean? You were fighting for your life, but Sean, fucking Sean, tell hell. you the truth, I, I didn't expect to see 50. And I'm 58, you know what I mean? Congratulations, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you look well too. <laughs> you look really well <laughs> through it all. Well, I dye my hair, but so does Simon Cool and John Barrowman, yeah. so it doesn't matter. At least you've got her. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Sun sand, if it makes well you feel dressed. better than yourself, that's it, isn't it? Let me ask you this then. So you went on the podcast the first time. It's been one of the most viewed podcasts on the channel. I don't know about what, what has the effect of coming on the podcast had on you? Like, do you read the comments and stuff? Or do oh, you, I read the comments. Do, do people message you and things? No, no, no. I'm on, I'm not on social media or okay. anything at all. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not thing Yeah. Uh, and I've saw you for the answer some, but I don't answer because I think people just be abuse. I don't go on social media, but uh, what what I've found it since I've been on the podcast and that a lot of people. Stop me in the street now. Do they? Hi, a lot of street for James English as well. Yeah. They podcasts are they podcasts are popular by the way. Yeah. I didn't know what a po- podcast was two yeah. years ago. <laughs> but uh, see now, no, a lot of people stop me. Oh, so your podcast is great. No, I'll, I'll put the link I, to you, I, I J- like, James English below. Yeah. I, think well. I think they like the true crime. Yeah, we I, get I that. If Sean, Aye, Sean picks me up, up and he's taking me down London. Well, look at all the people loves the wild man. I know, isn't it? He's got a huge the, the, following. The, now. Yeah, he's got a huge following. Yeah, because no, I, 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 I read the comments. Yeah, and uh, everybody's always like, "Oh, I love the majority of people." got some trolls, like, but I don't give a fuck about. Aye, and see, and uh, I see that you comment, you go, "Well, fuck off, you can't." Yeah, because no, you just because see, it was me. And like, say, I've known on Twitter or that, see if I was drunk or something, Sean. And somebody says, oh, mate, I would go and meet them and all that. And oh, I, when I first so, got him, I was looking for the IP addresses. Oh, well, you want to go and kill Killings? Yeah, I wanted to kill the Killings. <laughs> and somebody was talking to the two Geordies. They said, look, it'd be about 15, 16 year old lads on the computer just being keyboard warriors. Yeah. They said, it's good to have trolls because it makes you, if you haven't got a few trolls, it's like um Ah, you've got to have trolls yeah. somewhere, isn't you? Because yeah. look, they make things go viral. Yeah, it increases the activity. Yeah. People start arguing with them then. No, but a lot of people in Glasgow well, don't know troll this man, so they'll come they, and get you. Yeah. And they, they, they all say to me, oh, the, the guy showing that would and that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, James English but, uh, is doing tremendous work and he's hooked us up with a lot of good guests. Yeah. So if you want to watch the James English podcast, please subscribe to him also. You, you done the James link. English? Yeah, he interviewed me when I was up there. I did a TED talk. I did a TED talk last year and they haven't said I haven't even put it online so it, I, I've asked them to send it to me because it's my third one so yeah. I can put it on my channel well do you know what it's about two Tonys well, well do you know two Tonys yeah, yeah. to see that yeah. but do you know what I, 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 I noticed you, you'd done and I don't think you'd done a big podcast you got about two million views you know lad Oh, the Unilad, Unilad one I did, yeah. You've got a lot of views It's like a that, short documentary, you? isn't it? A short, yeah, a short you've interview. You've got an awful lot of... I think it has got over two million. But the yeah, first aye. TED Talk's got about a million and a half as yeah, well. Aye. Yeah. You've done well. So all that's helped really uh, the channel grow and, and with yeah. Wildman and all these other people just like putting out these great stories. Yeah. yeah with, you know, I really appreciate everything everyone's doing. The yeah. best thing is the crime, though. Get away from that Epstein shit. Crime is a good one. If you've retired, no, I mean, it's fine because... 
See, you, you just don't know when the coppers... See, if you're up to crime and all that as well, the, the police are in the street, but you're yeah. lying in your bed and you just wait. Thing, I used to be very materialistic and that, so I did. And uh, and uh, just, I know a thing with a pound coin, just used to buy all the best of gear and go holidays. I did miss it at times, but I would rather have my freedom, Sean. Yeah, I'd say that, yeah. I don't, I, as long as I've got enough to live, innit? Yeah, I, I don't uh, fucking. That's it. Like, See, if you're happy, and you know, I like watching yeah. Netflix and things like that as well. I've been out since oh nine now. Because I used to go all the time. And I've never been arrested. How long never have you been, been out since? Oh nine. Oh nine. Never been arrested. No, never, no trouble whatsoever. The worst I've had is no seatbelt. We got a fine for sixty quid. Right. It's not bad. Like considering it was getting nicked every other fucking week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have you ever thought about speaking to school kids or anything? Well, I, I think because I'm still getting a lot of help. Thing with free coppers and things like Schools that. Schools probably won't let you in, will uh, they? I think I'd still. I think I'd be a bit happier. Today, the uh, thing me and I get done with possession of cocaine two years ago and things like that. But, but you're active now, aren't but, uh, you? Like you're in. I, I'm, I'm not doing nothing at all. Yeah. But do, do, do you know, do you know, Sean? If I was speaking to school kids, I couldn't. I know you're supposed to get in and and, and say the right things. I think I could. I think I, I couldn't really because I'm a bit. I think I need to get in and say just like say, look, he's there a life of crime. I says, you'll need to do the time, you know what I mean? I'll say it is good at the time, but when it all crashes down, yeah, it's it's no good. But uh, but I would say to them, I'd, I wouldn't say to them, uh, oh, they, good luck, get away with it, because if, if they don't get away with it, they have got to suffer the consequences. And see, these days... Uh, when I was in prison and all that, you didn't have computers and a shower in your cell. But see, still the same, uh, Sean. Do you know when your time starts in prison? Nine o'clock at night when that door shuts. It doesn't matter if you've got a phone, a computer, a shower. Say, say you're married. I've been in prison in England loads of times and it's it sent people crazy. What's my wife up to and... And family, it, it, it destroys people. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I, I would, I would try and say to the, the, the kids, look, see if you want to get into that life, you've got to be prepared to do the time of that. You know what I mean? Or possibly die. I mean, look at how uh, many times there's you, a lot you of people dying. Brushed there. with the Grim Reaper. Yeah, yeah. There, there is a lot of people dying. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, this channel's not about glamorising crime. We like to show yeah. these stories so you can see what can actually happen, the consequences of it as well. Um, we're just in the last uh, section now, Ian. Are there any stories that you feel that we've missed out today that you've not said yet that you'd like to...? Uh, I'm trying to think of one. Uh, Did I tell you I get a jail in an aeroplane? <laughs> I, like, I like the sound of this. I hadn't even, I hadn't even took off. I, I've, I've been arrested at uh, three airports and uh, this one I actually went to prison for. And it was four years ago. I was going to Fort Aventura. And uh, I was on the plane. I was seeing this last uh, and we took out the back of the plane and, you know, the 
thing with the locker above. And it was for Glasgow Airport, it was January snowing as well, I stupid can't. So I went to put my my small luggage in this, there's a girl, she's 20 years service by the way, mm. She she's went, oh, and I, I got into an argument with her or something and I think I just threw my passport at her. So this guy stood up and I went, here you, you fanny, right, something like that and I went, I went right out of him, I went, I'll fucking take you and fucking neck off or something. Right? So they, they kind of I cooled it down and uh, I went sat with this older couple. They went, oh, just be quiet, something like that. And then the announcement came over there with the pilot. There's going to be a big brother, he never says that, a big brother eviction. Yeah, Two yeah. people, right? So I thought we were just going to get chipped off. Then the next minute, the, the couple I'm sitting with says, by the way, look, look at all the fucking uh, police coming. Try to drive me off the fucking plane and all that. And uh, they took me down to Greenup Police Station. And do you know what they actually says to me? They jailed me, right? They jailed me with a breach of the peace. Mr. Hall, you know. So they says to us at Greenup Police Station, they says, Ian, they says, listen, you're going to get out. I'll let you out in a couple of years. Like, I don't get out. But they let me out. And uh, but done. I think it was about 10 or 20 quid, but I had a credit card and they went in straight out to Greenock. We don't want you here. I says, where's the, the nearest Wotherspoons pub? <laughs> <laughs> I don't run there, I was drinking and all that, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I uh, actually went up to court for it and I got a two-month prison sentence for it. For arguing, I've served people worse. It, it was just... I think it's causing my record. <laughs> so it is, you know what I mean? That's because you've got yeah. previous that, isn't it? And a uh, couple of years ago as well, four years ago, papers made a bit of a thing, a laughing song about this. I went into a cafe in Duke Street, it's called Coyers, and uh, I was steaming for the night before, and uh, I for a cup of coffee. This is £3 or £4, it's just in a, an ordinary scheme. And... Uh, and I, I was going to shoot in West... The West End in Glasgow is a snobby but and I was going to shoot in West End places in East End. And uh, <laughs> I ended up going to court. I got 140 years community service. I got a three-month drink and alcohol uh, course. The yeah. 18 months supervision. Uh, supervision. I won't so, pay no more than 150 for a cup of coffee. Just I know. So, so, so when I went to... See, when I went to the, the social worker... This year for 18 months. I says, I'm not fucking thing, man. Uh, get along with us. I says, there's people at the community service stab people and fucking robberies. And I'm getting this for shouting West End prices and East End. And the drug worker was the same. I says, I'm not doing that. I says, I was out last week having 40 lines, mate, and 40 fucking drinks. <laughs> and he went, because I've done a big sentence and all that. and I, I just, I just thought that the, the thing with the punishment, that never thing with the crime. The crime was just, just merely shouting us a breach of the peace, and uh, I, the community service, I went and done that. I, I hated doing that. So what you have to do? You know what I mean? I had to. You had to go and you were paint fences, <coughs> and, paint fences, uh, and you'd get into old churches and mm. things, things like that. No, I mean, they go twice a week. But uh, 
Aye, that was a couple of things that was done, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, I'm trying to think. There was loads of things that I meant to say the day, but I wrote it all down. And uh, I would just like to say, uh, in where I stay just now, there was a. We became a pally when I've been in the flat for a year. I get found in his house uh, two weeks, two weeks today. Boy Greg Scott, and. Uh, there was another woman, she she was a nice woman. She was found last year in Lassie Hazel. I mean, a woman Hazel, so, so it was quite sad, you know what I mean, under close. Mm. But apart from that, life goes on, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to hold you back up because if people want to get the full details, we've got Ian MacDonald. The book is called Blink. A journey through gangland mayhem. A very handsome of you, Matt Donald, if you don't mind me saying so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, <laughs> We've got yes. stories about Archie Hall, Charles Bronson, Ronnie O'Sullivan, Senior, and we did um, go well, over some of those way, stories I just spoke on, to on part Ronnie one. Senior. Uh, oh, see, when I left you in February last year, I popped in uh, Ching- Chigwell to see him. I had yeah. the film for about years and years. And he popped in and saw him and he took us for some eating it. Was all right. I was actually speaking to him this morning. Really? I told him I was here. I says, I'm doing the same guy, Sean, Sean Atwood. So he's good. He's been a good pal. If you want to watch part one, the three and a half hour, three, hour, three hours, 35 minutes, I think it was. First podcast is at the top of the description box below this video. Check the book out. Um, Please subscribe. If you're not subscribed, it is free to subscribe. Subscription boxes in the bottom right-hand corner. Huge thank you to all the people who've donated on PayPal, Patreon, Just Giving, Subscribe Star. All those links are in the yeah. description box below the video. T-shirt Our wild, merch, t-shirts. we've got Wildman T-shirts. <laughs> I've spoke to the T-shirt company, and they are now available all year round. I know it was campaign, stop, start, but they're now going to be available all year round. And... Um, I'm speaking to another uh, t-shirt company about having Epstein t-shirts and <laughs> wanted Ghislaine Maxwell and stuff like that. So this <laughs> doesn't make well, I'm very happy, but we'll see how that goes down. And if you've got questions and comments, if you've enjoyed this video, please put it in the comments. Let us know if you'd like to see Wildman, Chet, um, Blink, all in here having just having a, a crazy day yeah. podcast like we had a crazy day Christmas and please podcast. comment if you'd like me to I'll write a book podcast. or Sean to do a book for me yes the wild man book is in the pipeline we will be getting your wild man book out as well before fucking Epstein gets one out <laughs> <laughs> alright brother yeah, yeah thanks again man brilliant you, yeah, yeah. thank you